and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So ladies and gentlemen, here we are at 100 episodes, I'm absolutely made up to, to reach the milestone eventually, so I want to start with a couple of thank yous really, because obviously the 100th episode was meant to be the last show. We're going to return with a couple of specials here and there. Obviously, the weekly shows are no more, but I need to thank people who helped me get it off the ground. So, first of all, I'd like to say a massive thank you to Anthony Miller for the Straight From The Off logo design. Brilliant design made up with that, and thank you very much. Danny Potter for the intro music. Brilliant as always, Dan. Grassroots Footy Creative for all their episode artwork and filming of Sunday Best. Harvey was instrumental in everything that we've done with the podcast. 10 Street Social for letting us host the premiere with them for the film. That was a brilliant venue. Thank you very much. AV Fitness Studios, Amanda and Vicky for being the uh, SFTO headquarters for the last couple of years. Brilliant gym, brilliant girls. Thank you very much. The Warbreck Pub where we've done the first 20-odd episodes. That was massive in getting the show off the road. Thank you to Andy and Rachel, Mark Tickle there. Thank you very much. The lads at Leduso Clothing for sponsoring the show in 2022. They give us a discount code for our listeners and I'm sure lots of people bag lots of Boss Clobber from there. So thank you to the lads there. Every single episode sponsor that's donated. So we've managed to give a lot of money to Grassroots Footy and Worthy Community Causes since we started in the summer of 2020. And that alone makes it all worthwhile. So thank you very much to every single person who's donated episode sponsorship. Brilliant. Thank you. John Ford, 40, for his work with the Shibutio Straight From The Off design, poster and t-shirt design. Thanks, John. Barry, for the Straight From The Off mugs that we give to our guests and little prize competitions and stuff. Thanks very much, Barry. And thanks to every single guest that's appeared on the show. So basically, the concept wouldn't be possible without the fantastic footballers and the great characters from our city. Um, Obviously, it was an idea that I ran with and it it took off great, but it's not without the the guests of the show to come and tell their stories. Uh, Thanks to the Campfields for the use of the FA Sunday National Cup for the documentary Sunday Best. We wouldn't have been the same without having the cup. Thanks to Anthony and the team there. Brilliant. And finally, thanks to the listeners for tuning in and supporting the show, giving us great listening figures each week and spreading the word about the show. And thanks to my family and friends, putting up with me while I recorded and edited each show, especially Lindsay and the kids. So thank you very much. I love you. And so let's get on with the 100 show. So we're finally here for episode 100. And this episode sponsored by Four Corner Combat Gym and Four Corner Cafe and Bar. Thanks to our good mate, John Gillies. He was a top goalie himself back in the day, even though we can't remember. He's been hitting the head that many times. Um, thanks for sorting this out for us, John. And thanks to our mate, Paul Farley, who it's actually his birthday today. He's 50. Happy birthday, lad. <laughs> no, he's not 50. He's not quite, not quite 50 anyway, but uh, he sorted this out for us. And obviously the 100th episode's been a long time coming, but we're absolutely delighted to have in uh, Francis Jeffers. Welcome to the show, Fran. Thanks, Mike. Thanks Boss, for having me, lad. Boss to have you here, mate. So, right, as I always start, it made straight for me off. How old were you when you first started playing? Who did you play for at first? And what team do you support? We'll start off, uh, first team was a team... It was almost put together. It was down Langy. So I grew up in, in Crocky, right next to the Red Drum. Yeah. So anyone who knows me from down there, any of the Alphalas, and I, I had them up the wall. Do you know what I mean? I carried the ball everywhere with me. Uh, and I used to use the, uh, the garage, the back of the garage on the Red Drum as a goal. Never yeah. forget it. That was it. You know, just banging on the metal door. It, yeah. Or was it a wooden door back then? No, it was, it was, a, it was a metal one. And uh, they had a good team, the Red Drum. Yeah. Back then all the Alphalas and the Legion. 
And I was only about six. So uh, I'd just batter my ball against there. So I'd have them up the wall. You know, Sundays, they'd be going back there for a pint. And they'd be going to me, hey, lads, come on, give it a miss. We want to have a little pint here. So in the end, they got onto it. They used to drag me in the pub with, with them. Give me a, like a, a glass of Coke. Pack of pork scratchings. Yeah, <laughs> and just sit there. And I'd just sit there, fascinated with them. You know what I mean? Desperate to be a footballer myself. So it started there. And then uh, I used to go down to see Ray. You lived in Langy, Auntie Ali and Ray. And, uh, that Brody, Ray Brody. Yeah, Ray Brody, yeah. And uh, there was a woman down there called Mary Flood. No, Colin Flood. Yeah, yeah. I think it was his auntie. She got a little team together down there. We were about, we were about six or seven. And threw us in a little five-a-side comp. Never forget it. My dad got us the Man United kit. Why he got us that, I don't know. <laughs> Where did he get that up, from? Yeah, and also know. The sale yeah, in uh, yeah, Jack Sharp. Probably, yeah. So uh, that team, in that team was... Chrissy Long was in goal. I think he was our goalie. Nocha, yeah, uh, R. Ray, me, Floody. I can't remember the other lad's name, a big kid, but we had, we had a boss little team. We entered the five-a-side competition and won it, so that was the first team I ever played for. I think that was only a one-off, if I remember rightly. Yeah. We just got, we just sort of entered team, the comp. I think it was full. over in the Friary School. Team full of Scallies, you yeah. absolutely love Fuzzy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you've had, you've had a couple of them on your, on your show, haven't you, Floody yeah. and, and yeah. Nocha? Yeah. Uh, top players in their own right. The amateur scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it was then team in Crocky called the Willows. Yeah. So uh, John Riley was the manager. There, uh, Jimmy had given him an hand. Uh, we had a top team. We did, yeah. So you were playing up then, weren't you? I, I, I think. Because we it, it wasn't our age group, was it at the time? I, I don't think it was. Mick. I think I go back to the team. It was like uh, Wilmer. Yeah. Big Jed Alderson. Yeah. Mark Maloney. Yeah, boss at right back, tough. So they're a couple of years older, actually. Yeah, I think they are a couple yeah. of years. So I, I don't know how it got put together. I think I remember turning up for a training session on Crocky School Field. So anyway, end up playing for them for a long time in the uh, Scotty Road League. So in that team was little scratch. Danny Allen was at right yeah. back. Uh, Quayley, me and our Ray, like called Sean Sean O'Doherty. Boss player. Not sure, not sure. No, no. boss player. I think it was Sean, wasn't sure. Sean O'Doherty, yeah, boss player. Really, really good midfielder. Like called Quayley on the wing. Uh, Chrissy Yates. And was that just like, just felt natural to you playing with them, even though I like... I probably didn't even get on only, Yeah, he's only even probably, I probably didn't even get on the fact that I was playing above. It was just playing with lads. Who, and I was in a team, which is what I wanted to do. So, uh, there was, I don't know why we were in the Scotty Road League. Always yeah. up front, were you a forward then? Yeah, I think well? I think I had a little go out wide, but I was always I was always up front. I think I think it was me and RA up front. Yeah. If I'm honest. Cause yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. RA was a good player in his yeah. own right as well, yeah. So yeah, played for them. Scotty Road League and uh, John Riley, what a fella. Oh, he, he he was my first real real manager. You know what I mean? He was like uh, he was the one who taught you the ropes really, who showed you how to behave and you know, we used to we used to get a minibus from uh, John lived in a uh, middle way, you knowing Crocky. Yeah. So me and our aid stay stay with me nan, Shard close, uh, by the red room there, and we'd get up, walk across Crocky Field, right ra- down past Swindon's middle way, uh, and we get there for about six o'clock in the morning. John had been out with his bed the night before, and I mean, you'd see him looking out of blind, <laughs> thinking, "Hey, they are these pair of clowns." You know? We haven't told him to be here till ten o'clock. Yeah, boss, just we excited, get, just to get excited, there. just loved yeah. footy. Me and R.A. That's all we've done. Do you know what? Like, 
connections with your first managers is, is like badly important, isn't it? Yeah. Like I, we say it now with our kids yeah. to try and be like a um, a good like role model to them of like yeah. how how you should behave, and you know it's badly important because you remember them fellas yeah. for the rest of your life, don't you? Hundred percent, yeah. And uh, we turn up at his house, you know, and he opened the door for us, little cup of tea, piece of toast. You could see he was rough as toast himself, and you know I mean, he probably been in the lobster till like half four, five. <laughs> so we take, but he, he did. He looked after us, and then we'd uh, we'd all jump in the in, in the minibus down to the Scotty Road League. Half forty heads in the minibus. Yeah, all singing songs and that. And uh, I think the first the first season or two, we were just all right, but but slowly but surely, you know, we ended up being I think the best the best team down there. It was us, Toast, Three Clock, Four Swallows. Uh, they were the teams I remember. They had a good team that the Torsty Clock had. Uh, Benno, remember Benno, the striker? Yeah. yeah. Chrissy Campwell, centre half. Yeah. Good players. Yeah. Softlab played, Big Paul, he played for, I don't know who he played for down there. He played on the wing. Who was he playing for then? I can't remember. Time. He was down there though. He's a couple the of years. The Byram was from Probably him. was, yeah. He was a couple of years older than me. So uh, yeah, they were, they, were my, they were my first memories. So uh, when we had Gregor one, obviously episode one, ninety nine episodes ago, and he said about um, the Swidens and the, the the school, and he said we didn't have a school team, and then next minute the, the teacher or the PE teacher said, right, I'm going to throw you in this this sort of cup competition. Yeah, we use obviously play footy on the yard. We use obviously aware that you had. Boss players in in that little like primary school, or do you just thought that was like the normal level of what we're all like? You don't know, do you? I mean, I was obsessed with footy, so you go to school. I thought all all the kids were obsessed with it. You know, I thought thought all the lads in that school were. They probably were. You Gregos, Boggos. They, they, they were obsessed with, with footy, or I felt everyone was. So probably didn't realise how good we were. Or weren't the teacher on it? Like, well. To be honest, because you got them players at your disposal yeah, well, as a we, kid. We, we just played footy on the yard every time we got an opportunity. So any break, dinner time, you know, we just we just throw two two jumpers down and and pick a few teams and just play footy, and that was just the norm. Just imagine the stuff that they could have won if they did have a a, a proper yeah. team like throughout yeah, so, you know so them last couple of years. From what I remember, there we didn't have a team. We used to have these like summer camps where a coach from Everton in the community would yeah, come yeah. in. I remember them, yeah. So they'd throw you on the backfield and they'd just put a little session on and I think it was their way of scouting, really. Yeah. So if I remember rightly, it was Ted Sutton coming in when we were really young. And, and Ted was a great coach because I obviously worked under Ted when I worked up the age groups at Everton. But uh, he came in, put on a bit of a session and then I think he must have advised, I think it was... Mr. McCall, it was. He, he'd not long been at the school, to be fair. I think he, someone must have said to him, listen, you've got a few handy kids here. Yeah. You better try and throw yeah. a team together. So he did. There was a competition. It was, I think it was car, NCP car parks or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. So we entered that. He threw us in that. And there was no coaching. He just, I think he just, so the school just stumbled across a, a good team. Obviously me, Boggo, Grego, Sean Campbell, sadly Passed away. Yeah, he passed he away, had a, a tragic skiing accident when we, I think it was our first year in seniors. He was a good mate of mine. Uh, Nicho, Anthony McKibben, Joey Quine, James Murphy. That was that was our school team and, and a few so, boss so it was like regional. You you won the regional so, stuff. So, so it, it it was local. It was probably all the primary schools who entered if from Liverpool or probably down our way, north and south of Liverpool. Then I think we got together at Melwood, played there, won that. 
then you were on to Northwest, I think it was. Uh, we we end up going to Man City's training ground, winning that. Uh, and then you, we were on to Ellen Road then, I think, where we'd play, obviously, teams from Yorkshire. Yeah. And the Humber. Yeah. Yorkshire and the Humber, yeah. yeah. All them, maybe the North the northeast, whatever. All headed down there. And you remember us winning that and them saying, look, you're going to Wembley. Uh, I must have been mad that for well, like an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid, yeah. whatever it was, just thinking, wow. Yeah. To another team three weeks ago, yeah. now we're going to Wembley. Yeah, but I think we quickly realised we had a good team when we were yeah. when we were snotting everyone, know what I mean? Everywhere we went. Uh, I don't even remember anyone giving us a game, to be honest with you. And then obviously getting to Wembley, I think we we uh, we come unstuck a bit at Wembley, played against a load of big lads from I think it was West Brom. Yeah. I think they ended up beating us. I think it was four two. So what did you do? Just play across at half or something? Yeah, I think I think it was the play. It was the play. It was, <laughs> the, massive that, it was the playoff final. Uh, I think it was League Two or League One. I don't even know whether it was League Two or League One. Then it was Division yeah. Two. Yeah, third division uh, or something, something like that. Division, yeah. Something like that, mate. Yeah, and uh, we just yeah we got to Wembley, played there. I think it was say like the kick off was three o'clock. I think we played on the pitch at two o'clock. I think it was like seven minutes each way. Uh, on obviously on a little pitch, and you you've seen it now. They yeah, do yeah. it, you know. They bring the kids out and that, just brilliant. It's unbelievable. So sort of from from those early moments playing at Wembley around all these grounds, yeah. top players in in the sort of school side. Yeah. Obviously, you've said about your obsession for footy. Was it always just? I know every sort of pro says it, but was was that you just on a vision? This is me. This I, I, this is all I all I want to do. From as early as, as I can remember, yeah. I just always, you know, I followed Everton. I'd, I'd went to games from a real, real young age. My uncle Ray, our Ray's Al fella, uh, used to take us to Everton games. So I, I reckon I was going to watch Everton from about the age of four. He was, he had a fella boxed off on the tourney, so we, right. we, we, we'd be standing over the way. And I don't know whether you remember years old, there's always a busy inside the tourney. So yeah, he'd, yeah. He'd, he'd probably have five minutes where he'd, he'd slip off and then we'd get the... Yeah, someone brought him a pie or something. Something like that. And then we get over, through over the tourney. And it was in a, it was in the Bullens Road. So we same 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 section all the time. Uh, down by the park end in that corner. And I watched Everton there for years. And then when I was old enough, I got a season ticket on my own. My first season ticket was with Boggo, who's, who's a real good mate of mine. We sat behind the away dugout. That was our seat right behind. I mean, don't really remember. It wasn't like it was then. The seats you actually had a dugout. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. almost built into like the ground. Block. Yeah, yeah, so it was built into the ground. So any seats behind it, you could see. So our first season ticket there was was behind the away dugout, and then uh, I moved to the Gladys Street. Then, boss mate, so tell us about the 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 sort of interest from from Everton. Was that through like primary school age, or was it playing yeah, for playing it's, with like Shiori and that? No, I think, I think it come it, it probably come from them soccer camps. I mean, you're testing my memory now, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, but it probably come from them soccer camps at the back of the school. Uh, and then I can't remember how I, how I ended up trialing for the pool primaries, the pool primary school boys. Uh, I think I'm almost certain me, Greg and Boggo went for the trials from the school. Yeah, Everyone from, from might have went from, the, from that team. I can't really remember, but... I end up getting in. I end up getting in that team. And I remember Sid, great man, Sid yeah. Benson, absolutely love him. Him just approaching my mum and dad and saying, look, would you be interested in coming to Everton? 
so I'd obviously been picked for Liverpool primaries and then around the same time I'd gone into the school of excellence it was then yeah. you'd only trained once a week I think right uh, so I, I was in there then obviously Sidded stole a march on Jim Aspinall at Liverpool yeah. and uh, I was in at Everton yeah so I know when I spoke to Carrot about his short of time at the School of Excellence at Liverpool, he was like, there wasn't many games really, or no. it was mixed age groups. It was like a bit, yeah. bit raggedy, I, I, wasn't it? Then, yeah. as opposed to now. Yeah, probably all a bit of a mess. You know what I mean? They were just looking to get the best players in and, and keep hold of them. And, you know, you'd, uh, everyone trained together. You'd train up with lads older than you, younger than you. Uh, ours was in the indoor at Belfield. Yeah. Uh, so we'd just all be in there. Just all having little small sided games and that. So yeah, it was a it was a bit like that. Ray All was in there. Uh he he was in charge of it all then. Uh, it wasn't an academy, it was a school of excellence. Yeah. Uh Ray All, Neil Jewsnip, people like that. So what other lads around that age group? Uh, and who would have been in there at the time? With me, uh I think Grego. Grego yeah, was at Grego uh, was at Don Liverpool yeah, didn't he as well. I think Boggo was at Liverpool. Uh, at Everton, probably Willie Cairns. Yeah, Willie, yeah. Top Willie player was, as yeah, a kid, he was, yeah. Great player, Willie, yeah. All of them, Leon Osman. Yeah, remember so, Leon, yeah. Yeah, uh, John Joe Dan. Yeah, he was in and out of clubs, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he Rapid, wasn't he? Yeah, he could run good him. player, yeah. Like an I, I played for a few years with him in the School of Excellence and he was a good foil for me, like yeah, big, yeah. big lad. Uh, yeah, so it was... It was it was one of them where you just go in and train. It was just the, the thing of playing. For, you, you felt like as a young lad, you, you were playing for Everton, so you got a training kit. And for me, that was massive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Put, putting on an Everton training kit and, and driving through the gates where all my heroes were training every day was was like, oh, this is unbelievable. See, for for me, like when I first come across you, you'd, you'd sign for Alan Edgerton at Blessed Sack. Yeah, I don't know how that come about, you know, Mike. I, I've been trying to rack my brains, obviously, you know, when you... And you asked me to come on, uh, I thought, right, I better, better get thinking because I haven't got the best brain in the world, the best memory. So I don't even know how I ended up playing because they were down Walton Vale, weren't they? It was like, yeah. they were like, uh, I don't I don't know how I ended up down there. I, probably probably because Boggan went as well, didn't he? Jonathan went as well. So but he, he, he didn't play for us, you know, Boggo. I, 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 I might be wrong here, Mike, but Boggo played for Brunel. I think he's done a year with with Blessed Sack. Did he? Sure he did. Did yeah. he? Sure he, he, did. he might have. Because uh, there was a time there where we had the best team, and I don't think I don't think we won the league. Obviously, Phillies yeah. always always had a great team, but there was a time where I thought like, we'll we'll win it this year, and we never. And it might have been the year that Boggo come to us. It's his fault then. No, I, I, no, no, he was. A, by the way, Boggo. Was oh, a, he was unbelievable. Yeah, he was him. yeah. Yeah. I, I remember playing against him for the school. I think I'm wow, he's heavy in, yeah. in the sense of mid, he was heavy. Yeah, he was unbelievable passer, technically unbelievable. Just didn't realise he was a side to footy where you had to work hard. Yeah, didn't like the hard work, Boggo. And he, he won't mind me saying that. You know what I mean? He's in terms of ability, out of like all the all the lads from Delacell. You know, you go on about like Chrissy Joneses and Willie and all them. And for me, Boggo was was the one that should have made it. Like, yeah. I, I, that, that's my take on him. I don't just say that because he was my mate. He had proper ability. and But he just didn't like the hard graft. That, that was the bottom line of him, you know what I mean? Right, so touching on that, um, obviously, Della Shell and, and the Phillies sort of 
team. So I always champion Chrissy Jones of, of obviously how good he was. Yeah. And used to as a partnership for the school yeah. or Everton or whatever. In my eyes, looking back at it now, was just like yeah. a cheat code. It was just like, yeah, it was was just weren't fair. It wasn't fair that used two were paired up together. It was a joke. Oh, well, the Delacell the team was unbelievable, weren't it? When you go back, like... Best, it's the best school team I've ever seen, yeah. even to this even to this I, I, I think you're right. I think, you know, when we got there, and obviously you go for the trials and that, it, the trials were unbelievable because there were some boss players... I'll have to play for the B team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Top you, players. Yeah, yeah. Some some top players. But I remember when we got there, they'd had a good team a few years earlier and it was Franny Turney. Yeah, and Franny all them. And them yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they said that team would never ever be be beaten. And we were we, we were. We were the best team that school's ever had. And we were probably the one of the best school teams there's ever been. We I think we went I think we went three years. I never ever lost a football match for Delisle, you know, because yeah. Uh, when going to Lily Shaw, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so three years, I can't remember. I'm, I might be wrong here, but I actually think we went three years unbeaten. We won the Echo Cup as in your third year, but yeah, we had some boss players going back to Chrissy. He was a top player when he was rapid. It was just yeah, any, it was anything just in behind. All about like power and yeah, yeah. And and you know you 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 look at it now, uh, you know, them days. No one had the the tools they've got now to look at all the maturation stuff and, w- w- you know, when people are going through growth and all that, then it was just you, just, you just had to be one of the best players. Didn't matter whether you were growing or what you were going through. You know, yeah. now, the, the, you know, you look at these academies, I've spent time in them and, they're, you know, they're, they're a bit obsessive about, like, uh, where the bodies are, how big they'll be when they're older, you know, what stage of the growth are they at now. Then it was just like, listen... Just, just be one of the best players. Be one of the best ten, ten outfield players or the best goalie, and you'll be in the team. And if you if you weren't if you weren't doing it for whatever reason, there was another person to come in and take your spot. Chris, he was a yeah, he was a top player. He was he he, he was the the speed out of you two. I, I can remember like we had a, a lad who played for us, Alan Jones in Vazak, and he was one of the quickest in the city. But you you had the two forwards, yeah. rapid. Skill, like proper yeah, skill and creativity uh, yeah, in the hands. Yeah, a- we did. We had, as you said, it was like a cheat code when you know we had, had a good defense, didn't we? You know, we had like said Fieldsy at left back. Yeah, top player. Yeah, yeah that Cav, that Cav was quick. Wasn't so he? that's what I was gonna say. Cav, yeah, he was, he was just what you needed. Know what I mean? He was, he was probably, from what I remember, he was the quickest in our school. Easily. Yeah. So, you know, you think about me and Chrissy being quick. He was, he was like, I think he was. Right up there with the quickest in, in the city, you know, you're going off them them races, you'd yeah, have to yeah. that down at Wave Three show. On the on the only running track that there was at the yeah. time, yeah. Oh, it's boss mate. So so when did it start sort of getting serious with Everton then? When when did you think you know, as you as your mates and stuff are getting yeah. released as the years go by yeah. and they keep keeping you on as you yeah, start you, to you, think you just got a year, didn't you? You just got another year's school of excellence. So say I was in there at ten. It was serious for me then, Mick, I've got to be honest with you, you know, I was just obsessed, like, I, I didn't do anything else but play footy. Go back to a, a little story, Ranchard Close, when I was about six or seven, I'll never forget, I just collapsed outside my hands, my legs had gone, and uh, someone had to go and get me ma, so they've come out, couldn't feel my legs, so they've picked me up, it's just like, couldn't feel anything, so threw me in the car and took me to Alderay, Basically, I just burnt myself out. So yeah. all I done, all I done, me was play footy like on my own, just battered the, the ball against the wall. So 
yeah, so I was obsessed. So I was in at Everton ten, and it was it was serious for me then. But he was everything to me. Obviously, then you start to think about, you know, playing for Everton. I'd been on some trips with Everton. Obviously, we had a good team there. Willie Cairns was in there with me, Grego. And then I think people were flitting between Liverpool and Everton. And I always, always, always stayed at Everton. You know, I couldn't dream of playing in a Liverpool shirt when I was younger. Even now I couldn't. But when I was younger, it was, you know, Everton were my team. I was obsessed with Everton. Because there must have been opportunities, wasn't there, for them to so, say, come, come in? So, I think when I was about 13, they, they, you know, I was probably the best player in the city at that age then. And Jim Aspinall lived on Crocky Park, where I lived. So he, he'd constantly be knocking on the door saying, why don't you give us a year? Why don't you just come to, to Liverpool for a year? Uh, you'll enjoy it, we'll improve you as a player. We'll do this, we'll do that. And I'd always managed to just say, nah, listen, it's not for me. My dad had asked me, you know what I mean? And I'd say, nah, it's not for me. And then it went on for that long, Mick, that uh, I thought, right, I'm going to give it a go. So I think I was I think I think was about 30. It was, it was the year before I went to Lily Shaw, I think. I'll never forget uh, phoning Sid Benson and telling him that I'm going to go across the park. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to give it a year, Sid. And he was brilliant, you know what I mean? He was he, he was gutted, but he was brilliant. And he had a good relationship with Jim Aspinall. They were the two main scouts in the city. So I did. I signed a year at Liverpool. And I'll never ever forget it. I was, I was in my bedroom putting my Liverpool kit on. And I thought, I'm going to put my Everton one underneath it. So my first training session at Liverpool, I trained with an Everton kit underneath my Liverpool kit. So uh, I goes in there, trained... You know what? My form, like everything about footy, I wasn't enjoying it. Just didn't feel the same. It, it just didn't feel the same, Mick. So when when I'd signed for Liverpool, I'll never forget it. Steve Iway came to my mum and dad's house and I was down shy close playing by my nans. And uh, I was just out by the red room. Same again, even at that age, battering the ball against the wall. And my nan shouted me, your mum's on the phone. My mum saying, right, stay where you are, I'm coming to get you. Steve and Jim are here. You know, they want to say hello to you. And I was like, do you have to? I have to, really. So anyway, my mum drags me away back up onto the park, meet Steve Highway. All the spiel, do you know what I mean? I, you know, you just, I wasn't listening to it. My mum and dad probably were. Uh, I just wanted to get back out and play footy. So I go to Liverpool, as I said, go back to where I had my Everton kit on. And I wasn't enjoying it. And I think they got a sense pretty quick, but... I never ever forget Steve Iway's words, and it was the only words that stuck with me really. If you're not enjoying it here, I'll rip your forms up, and you can go back to Everton. We won't hold a player at Liverpool Football Club that doesn't want to be here. So I said, "No, okay, that's fine." So I was there. I was there a month, trained. Two months went by, playing absolutely terrible. Didn't look the same player. Didn't feel the same kid. And uh, he, I think he. he he must have sensed it. So, my mum and dad sensed it, you know what I mean? So, my dad, uh, my dad goes and sees him, says, look, he's not uh, not enjoying it here. Will you let him go? He said, no, no. He needs to give it more time. So, my dad said, look, your word was your word. You know, he's not the same kid. He doesn't want to play for Liverpool, Steve. You know, we've made a mistake. And it, and it went on. 
it went on and uh, I had about I had about two and a half months where I couldn't kick a ball because I wasn't training at Liverpool, but they still held me registration. Oh, so we so we didn't stick with what he so, said really, so, initially. So anyway, there's a story behind it. I won't go too much into it. My half fella won't be too happy, but my two cousins play for Liverpool, uh, Lee Pryor and Jamie Cassidy. Yeah. So they was they were first year YTSs at the time. So I was probably fourteen. They're about three or four yeah. years older than me. And they had big hopes for both, didn't they? But yeah, so they were both top players. I think they were U Cup winners yeah. that year. But so obsession of footy was I went and followed them everywhere. So Jamie and Lee had followed them everywhere to watch them. So I uh, I'd be up at Melwood regular and that didn't stop, you know what I mean? So even though I'd bump into Steve Iway and my dad would, we didn't stay away from watching them. So I, I couldn't play and it was back and forward with Steve and trying to get released and I had Ray all on the phone to me going, have you had your release yet? You know, and, and, and Ray had said to me, look, Fran, if you do get out of your contract, uh, we'll, we'll give you a professional deal. And that was big at 13, do you know what I mean? Yeah, to, to, offer, to offer a young lad a professional deal at 13 was big. You know, so took a couple of months. It took me to grabbing Steve Iway by the neck. That, you know, that I'll never ever forget that. There was a, there was a, there was a B team or an A team. It must show though what he thought he had on his hands, even though you mightn't have been performing. He's yeah. thought yeah. long term and thought yeah. this kid's yeah. the real and deal, and he's worth. He's so, probably worth money. Yeah, so I'll never forget it. We were up at Melwood watching Lee and Jamie uh, in an A team game or a B team game, whatever it was, and he goes past Steve. I mean, he's had to said, "Steve, can I have a word with you? What's going on with him? Like you haven't, you know, he's been been two months now without training anyway." And there's words along the line with my dad was, "Listen, go away." I'll deal with it on, in my own time. So, yeah, I felt I gripped him. You know what I mean? And then, I think the week later, the, the week, the week later, I got I got me release and back to Everton. And you know what? The relief driving through the gates at Belfield yeah. was like it quickly made me realise. You know what I mean? Like what Everton meant to me. I'd say, I suppose if you if you're happy there and and it's you're performing. You know, you, you one of the things is realizing that you have made a mistake in it and and trying to do something about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't even the the performing. I probably didn't. I did probably didn't realize how good it was. You just it was just what I did. You know what I mean? It was just playing footy, and everyone else sort of does the talking, don't they? Uh, so, yeah. I, for me, it was just I wanted to play for Everton, and I thought by being at Liverpool, I was harming that chance, and that's all it was with me. Grego spoke about a game where he was at, he was at Liverpool. He said Stevie Gerrard was playing, a couple of other lads were playing, and you played for Everton centre mid. He said I don't know why he played centre mid, and he went, but he was the best player on the park. And he said that was the one of the times where he went, and now he's gone up a few levels here, Fran. Like, yeah. Wow. I, he, he said he like, dominated that the game against them. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember the game. I, I remember obviously we got into it a bit later on when we were YTSers but you know I always think I, I could have actually played me I, I, I was a bright footballer you know what I mean I was yeah, clever. I was, quite, I was quite a clever footballer yeah probably my obsession of studying players watching watching players I, I did have a go I did I did play some school games in centre mid like the cup final yeah that's that that was a terrible day for me that <laughs> never on. ever forget elaborate that. go on well, I, know, I know what happened but yeah, go on tell so, everyone else so we're in the, was it the Echo Cup final, was it? We yeah. play Archies. Tell us Ellen Archies, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it the Echo Cup final? Yeah, it was, was the Echo Cup final, yeah. 
Penny Lane, money. Penny Lane. So, uh, you know, I was, I was probably spoke about as being the best player in in the city. Uh, so, we played against the Archies loads of times. I think I'd scored five against them early on in the season. And I think the Greg will say, big big Glenn, Andy Glenn, then, and yeah. Andy Glenn was was my nemesis. Uh, it wasn't that. I remember Mr. Ennigan pulling me and saying, "Look." The only way they feel they'll win the game to, today is to mark you out the game. Uh, that'll feel that'll they feel that that'll be their only chance. So uh, they'll probably mark you with two. So we'll just drop you back into midfield, and if they want to mark you with two, they'll be wide open at the back. Leave, so, leave so, the gap for, so for Chrissy and whoever else. For Chrissy and, and Bogo, weren't it? Yeah. It was Bogo. So Bogo was a top centre midfielder. So I spent the whole of that game. Here walking around in midfield thinking and Bogo had that quick hat-trick and I hated that do you know what I mean because it'd always been me yeah, you so want, yeah. and it was the it was the biggest game at 13 whatever it was 14 13 years of age it was, it was the biggest game it was the biggest game I'd ever played in the Echo Cup final it was the one that you knew the score was going on the back of the Echo and yeah, it was yeah. headlines the Echo Cup final so Bogo got a hat-trick. I don't even think I scored, mate. And it was could, one... could have been classed as a masterstroke by Yen again, that, couldn't it? Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Uh, but, listen, we, we were always going to win that game. It's just, it was mad because no one got near us. Like, I, th- I think we beat New Ace 7-0 in the semi-final. Yeah. Kevin McLeod. Uh, they had a good team, New Ace. Yeah, top but team. Archie's had a top team. Uh, full so, of boss players. So... Archie's, I'll never forget it. I don't think I was playing because I played. Blessed Sack was a lot of the Archie's lads, weren't yeah, it? Yeah. The team that I played in. So the first game we had for Delacell was against Archie's, and it was on this fe- uh, the field here as you go over the hill. Yeah, it was Archie's school, in it? Yeah, the Blessed Sack pitch. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know when you like we thought we had a good school team, and you're thinking, and you get and win like Archie's are a boss team. They've got boss players, and. I think I, I think I'd just gone into Everton or had been in, so there would have been people like John Joe Dan, yeah, the Archies, yeah, John Joe Bruny, Brunzi, yeah, so, Mazenko. Mazenko. so all of them. So you're then thinking to yourself, wow, this is going to be a tough game because all of these lads are, are in our Everton with me. So we uh, we played them first game of the season, yeah, and beat them eight nil, and it was like that was when you realised. It must be half decent. That final like, was 7-1, wasn't it? Was John Joe scored a worldie, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, I can't remember that. Owls and Owls, I never scored, or, or I don't think <laughs> I did. My head was up my arse, me, for, for months. Because, like, that was all I did. In 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 schoolboy footy, I was used to scoring fours and fives every game. And so when when did England involved in the, in the sort of uh, youth set-ups then? So... Yeah, so Liverpool schoolboys, what age would that be, Mike? Oh, that, you had your 11s and your 13s. Yeah, so the 11s was the primaries, isn't it? Yeah. And I, th- I think it's them 14s, is it? And 15s, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, I'd been I'd been going to these Padgate campus, it was called. It was like here where they got the best, I don't know, 40 kids. Gregor would have been on them, Boggo, probably other lads that I can't remember. And you went to Warrington uh, and... It was like coaches from all the clubs would go there, and uh, it was just it was supposed to be the best forty kids from the northwest. We got together in Warrington, and they were doing the same all over the country for a, for a couple of years. Yeah, you don't re- satellites ready. You, to you pick. don't re- ready to pick yeah. the main bunch. So 
you didn't realise you were going to England, you just thought you were going to train with kids from other, they, they kept all, all that away from you, so eventually you you're, uh, you end up at going to trial for Lillishaw, so they've already got a spin on all the players by the time you go for them final trials, but going back Liverpool schoolboys, I was trialling for for Lillishaw and Liverpool schoolboys at the time, I thought I was just shooing at Liverpool schoolboys. I was down to the, I was down to the last twenty-five at Lillishaw. Yeah, so uh, it should be enough. So is this the year when Grego said you you two never got in for so, whatever reason? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what Grego said. So, uh, so I'm trialing for for England, Lillishaw, which is the, supposed to be the best sixteen kids in the country. I'm down to the last twenty-five for that, and I'm down to the final trials at at, at uh, Liverpool schoolboys, and. I thought I was a shoe-in, do you know what I mean? I, pro- I probably should have been a shoe-in, but I'll never forget it. The final trials, what they did was they, they had two changing rooms at Penny Lane. So after the final trials, they read out a group of names, went in one changing room, and another group went in another changing room. And honestly, the changing room that I was in, I remember thinking to myself, this can't be the team. But everyone in there thought it was the team because I was sitting there. Yeah, because you were in it, yeah. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? And Greg, Greg was probably looking at you yeah, thinking we're in here. Yeah, yeah, but the likes of Bogo, uh, people like that. I think Kevin McLeod, Carl Robbo. I remember the, I can remember the, the lads who were in there, that, that uh, Sai Singapatith, Sing, uh, Yeah, was he, was he New Age, weren't he? New Age, yeah. yeah. Sai, Chinese Sai, lads. Yeah, yeah, big Alan Jones from Fazakli got in. Yeah. Paul Torp, Torp he got in. Yeah. He played for the, the, so the I, job. I, I mean, I can't remember all them, but... I just remember thinking, Bogo. Uh, Chrissy Jones got in. Chrissy, Chrissy Jones got in. Willie Keynes. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I, you know, when you just, you're not, you're not, not right, well, you're you know. lo- I'm looking around thinking, this weren't the best 15 players. That was the best 15 players, include probably including me and Grego. If you'd have took me and Grego in the other changing room, there'd have been no, no questions asked. But I remember sitting there, People, t- I can you can tell, can't you? I knew, I knew, I knew it was the wrong changing room to be in. So, did it piss you off? Were you pissed oh, off? Listen, mate, Wasn't I went almost never stopped crying, and I thought, right, that's it. I've got to get in this England team to show that I can't remember who the who the, who the teacher was who, who was picking the team. Uh, but I was down to the, as I said here, I was down to the last trials at the show. So, a couple of weeks later, I was obviously picked to go to. To I was in the, I was in the final sixteen, uh, so it was sort of up yours to the school teachers who. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been able to play anyway, would you? Well, I wouldn't have been able to play, and I, and I actually think, I actually think that, that was used as a bit of an excuse. I, I think, I think when I got picked for Lillishaw, to save face a little bit, the, yeah. te- the teacher had said, "Well, that that was that was the that was the." The reason we yeah. never picked him, and I remember you didn't thinking, want to lose him a few I, I remember thinking to myself, "Well, if I don't get picked, then what? Yeah. Sure, then what? You know what I mean? There's loads of bollocks, really, Mike. The truth be known, he got it wrong, and he knew he got it wrong. He didn't just want to say that. Yeah. So then, obviously, the the upheaval of having to like move schools, move away yeah. from your family, and all that. I was, I was well, that for you. It's mad because you know you go back to little things in your life where, like as I said to you about Jamie and Lee before, Cash went to. Lillishaw. Lillishaw, yeah. Yeah. So I was down there regular with with the family watching him. Watching them, yeah. And like you say, I remember thinking to myself, right, this is my next stop. 
this is the next stop on the journey. Yeah. I've I've got to get here. Yeah, this is what you do if you're this, the, this is what the top Jamie team. was a top player. Cara was there. They had a top team. Uh, so yeah, I remember thinking, right, this is my next stop on the journey, and I, I got in there, and then you know I don't know whether you know you you move away from home, you do your final two school years down in a school in Tel- Telford way. Yeah. Uh, but you're just I, geared for 40 yards. Yeah, yeah. You do, you're so, doing so, school, so basically, yeah. you, you're training every day. You, you, we used to train every day. So we would go to school, get up at, I think, you'd come round, get a knock, you'd room in threes or twos. Uh, yeah, I remember the show with the pit. Yeah, we had World of Their Feet. I forgot about that. Yeah, World of Their Feet. So you, you get up at six in the morning, uh, down for breakfast for half six. So you'd be in the shower, down for breakfast with your uniform on, busted weight outside, school, school all day. You come home, back to the little show. I think you went straight. I am almost certain the changing rooms and were down in the basement. I don't even think you go up to your room after getting back from school or if you did it was to put your bag in you were right down the changing rooms you had a couple of jobs down there kit on right out to the pitch that was every day and then you played weekends and then we'd play the, they weren't academy teams I don't even think it was, yeah. it was school of excellence so you'd go round playing you know your Everton's Liverpool's Man United's that was what how your weekends but what you that was of a Sunday of a Saturday they always took you to a Premier League match brilliant it was yeah so, yeah. so of a Saturday you, you, you wouldn't train You'd, uh, you'd get up, do what you wanted, really. It was a bit of a day of freedom, and he'd uh, always take you to the Premier League game. Brilliant, you know what I mean? So I was going around watching Premier League games, but it wasn't just Everton. It was everywhere. Yeah. So what what was... Um, obviously, you're seeing the show at the time, and, and at the end, obviously, everyone knows your story, but it showed you making a debut for Everton, coming yeah. on at United. Yeah, yeah. And, like, everyone of, of sort of our age... At the end, when you see you play, like one of the lads play the first game, you feel like a sense of like pride, don't you? Like yeah. a bit, ah, oh, look at him, he's right, boss. Yeah, and it was, it was the same for me, Mike. It was like, it was something that, like I think I said to you at the start, speaking to you, the obsession. It was almost like I've achieved something because I never really did feel like I achieved anything, even even getting into Lillishall, playing for Liverpool primaries. It was, it felt to me like it was just, it was just something you had to do along the journey and the journey was to pull on the blue shirt yeah, that, was, that, that was it and and as mad as that sounds from as as early as I can remember that was the obsession so, so did Everton come in and play you for England yeah, yeah. So, what so was that like for you then seeing sort tough. of tough they yeah. battered us they beat us 3-0 did they yeah, yeah. They the boss team had Aussie and all them and uh, Jamie Milligan people like that yeah. they battered us yeah yeah uh, Tough. We we played them at Belfield, so you'd at Lillishaw you'd either a team had come to Lillishaw and play you, and then the following week you'd go out and play someone away. Yeah. So you'd yeah. go to the training ground. So well, that's what Cara said that on his, and he got sent off against Liverpool for nailing someone because his head went. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he, so, he he thought I've got to show them this. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I went back to Belfield, uh, and he's not at us to beat us three and eleven comfortably, and that you know if. As mad as it sounds, like if if an England under sixteen team or under fifteen team play the academy now and beat them three 0 there'd be questions asked, wouldn't he? Yeah. But it wasn't about that. It was you know even though it was as tough as it was, it was about getting the best sixteen players together at a young age 
and obviously training with the best, what they perceive the best young talent in the country, training together every day would give you a better opportunity to become a professional footballer. Yeah. Now they're doing that in the academies, aren't they? That, that basically that's what's happening. So I'd gone from obviously training twice a week to training every day. Yeah, and getting sort of in with the, the best with what yeah. they perceive the best in the players. zone of of professional footy. I was living. A, I was I was a professional when I was fourteen. When I when you think about it, because I was living that life, yeah. even though I had the schooling and that. And I go back to it. I, I was I was academically all right. It just didn't interest me. It just it was not. It, if it, if I suppose it, it's hard, and it when you when you've got that in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It was. It just didn't interest me. I'd done all right in me GCSEs and that, but. If if it if I if I hadn't had me footy and I hadn't been obsessed, I'd have probably been half clever, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd probably done all right if I'd have put my time and effort in, but I wasn't asked. So what happens with um, Alan Smith? And yeah, so Smudger, he was a good mate of mine, Smudger. Uh he, tough, isn't he? Like I go back to it, uh, people probably think I'm repeating myself, but I found it really tough. But it was the obsession. It was the this is what you said you were going to do. This is what you said needs to be done. Uh, Smudger was... He he just struggled, I think, to, to be away from his mum and dad. Yeah. Uh, 14, 15 years of age. And to be fair to him, though, he, 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 broke his, he broke his ankle or his leg within the first month there. Yeah, so, so we weren't playing. So he wasn't training. Yeah, so you're not getting any of the fun. So, so you're, well you're, not, you're not getting yeah. what you're there for because yeah. I don't care what you say, Mike. Them 16 lads there... Weren't going there to get better schooling. Yeah, of course. They, they, yeah. Were, they were going there. We got great schooling, by the way. It was a real good school he put us in, but none of them lads were going there to to, to think. And, and he showed a, a really good mentality in his career, didn't he? You know, Schmidt, he was like, he was proper, like, tenacious yeah. about, like, professional, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you know when you, it was the first time I realised, like, what what a late developer meant. You know, when you talk, they talk about it all the time, now he come late. Yeah. When when we were like fourteen, he was a he was tiny. Yeah. When we got to Lashore, he was he was well smaller than everyone else, uh, and that was probably one of the reasons he broke his leg because he was game. I think you've seen that yeah. early on. Yeah. He was game, so he throw himself into things, and because he was he was slight, uh, or a, a lot slighter than everyone else. Got it. He got it. Yeah. yeah. But he was game. He was some player, top well, player. Good. It's a good uh, good little partnership that one. Yeah. As well, you two. Yeah. Boss. Yeah. So in in the in the first year, then when you got there, Fran was Michael Owen and that in their yeah. second year. Yeah, Michael. So did you get to mix with them? Yeah, you had to. Yeah, you yeah. used to batter us, mate. Did you have sure. to play them? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, batter us as well, not just from oh, footy. Phys- <laughs> 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 okay, it no. was like uh, it was something that you had to uh, you just had to get used to. So you know, sounds like a, a, an episode out of scum, doesn't it? Yeah, and it was. It was like, like that. Bustle, yeah, it was. It, it was brilliant, though. It was a. Uh, had Michael, they had some team. They were they were a special group of players then the yeah. year above. Like they had Michael, Wes Brown, yeah. Michael Ball, people like that. They had a top team. Uh we had Smudger, myself, Scott Parker. Yeah. Uh, Fresh off his advert doing the keep ups. Yeah, Stewie yeah. Taylor, the big goalie. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we, we, we used to mix with them. We'd play them, we used to play them on a Friday and uh Michael was the same then, you know, you know, you think about my the amount of times Michael used to go in and two foot goalies. He used yeah. to love that one. Oh yeah, he, he, he was doing that down there regular. That was just as that was just his thing. He was so quick 
he'd burst through. And then, like, if you'd wound him up or the keeper was doing his head in, he always had that one where he'd just slow himself down, Michael, and then get there at the same time as the yeah. keeper. A nasty streak. Yeah. So when you were in the second year, who was the year below? Was that Joe Cole in there? Or was that a... a yeah, year? Joe Cole. I don't remember many more out of that group. Peter Clark, who's obviously yeah, yeah. one of our players now at Oldham, where I'm coaching. Clarky, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe Cole was the... Standout, yeah. Was the standout player in... So was it, was it Carrick in them as well? Was Carrick that age or was he was he I don't I don't Carrick would have been Joe's age, but I don't I don't think Carrick I can't remember Carrick being at Lily Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Cole was the So after Lily Shaw ends, you pass out and all that, you go you just go back to your club and that's just the way it is, or can other clubs sort of try and get you then? Yeah, so so there's loads of there's loads of tapping up and all that go, was going on down there. So you 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 didn't have to I think what happened was you while you were there, you had to stay with your club, so it yeah. was like... Because some, weren't some there already on a contract? Oh, Couldn't was, it be like that? A, 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 every player... Some on decent wages, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I, t- I don't know whether they were p- paying them through the, through the back door or what, I don't know, but uh, every player down there that would be classed as the best 16, aren't you? So all of them would have been offered professional deals already at the age of 15. So they'd have probably all signed them, and if they hadn't signed them or they hadn't agreed them... Then leaving Lushall, yeah, their contracts. Did, did, did so you were on a contract while you were there. I think you'd signed. I don't know whether it was a. I think school of excellence forms, and then you went on to schoolboy forms, which could be two years. I think yeah. something like that. So the two years I was at Lushall, I was I was attached to Everton. I'd signed for Everton, and everyone had to be in the same down there. But then the minute that ended that season, it was like the football season ending, uh, and we were ready to leave. Your contracts were up, so you're either. Signed your YTS or whatever you'd signed, or if you hadn't signed anything, you were free to join other clubs. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not so sure there was, I don't even think there was compensation or anything then. No, you know, you look at it now, but yeah, the 24 thing, yeah. yeah. So, you know, now I think even going going under 24, if compensation now, if you're a kid and you're at Everton from nine and you and you want to leave to go somewhere at 14, there's a few quid involved in that. Yeah. Compensation for the for the years you spent at the yeah exactly but none of that was around then so you were just free basically to to go and sign for another club so uh, any any doubts where you were going or was it nailed on no no it was nailed on I mean obviously I had a few offers uh, but it was nailed on yeah so uh, I think and then we we went and played Brazil Uh, so at the end of the when we finished our exams and the season had come to an end, they took us away to play Brazil, uh, out in Brazil. Played them twice, two games. Uh, beat us 4-0 and 4-2 in the last game. So that was a great experience. And then you I got, got a couple, didn't you? I got a couple of goals, yeah, in San Paulo Stadium, yeah. Brilliant it was. Uh, they battered us. Uh, to be honest, I, I'd love to see... Go back to yeah, and dig out, was, yeah. dig out there. Might have had likes of uh, Danny Alves in that plane. You, you don't know, you, do you? No, you never know, do you? Similar ages, Adriano. And, you know. Probably, yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to try and do that. I'll do it for you. Yeah, I'll do it for me, Mike. Uh, so, then obviously, I had a couple of weeks off, and then you're into your YTS at Everton. Then, so, uh, yeah, a couple of weeks off, I think going back to Everton. Uh, so, this would Joe Royal just been going then? Would he? Would, I, from what I remember, yeah, Joe Royal was had just left. An hour had come back. 
Yeah, like a caretaker he won, or was it no, was just like, uh, come back, but he didn't stay long, did he? Howard. I yeah. think Howard done a... And then Walter Smith won it. Done a season, didn't he, Howard? Yeah. So, White, yes, uh, in there, obviously, uh, Leon Osman. Uh, we had a real good team, do you know what I mean? Colin Harvey had just come back as youth team manager. Yeah. Don't think he'd ever done that, Colin. He's, he'd, he's obviously been Everton manager, Everton assistant. Yeah. Uh, for years. Proper club man, uh, isn't he? Yeah, proper legend, by the way. Uh, I think he'd been out, maybe Mansfield, places like that, with uh, Kingy. Yeah. So he'd be, and then he'd come back to Everton as you, as you team uh, manager, basically, with a fella called Andy Olden Taffy. Yeah. Who'd had a good career at Oldham and that, big centre half, tough. Them two were tough. So yeah, back there, uh, pre season. Howard was just back, and yeah, that's that, that that's where it started. Just got got into me pre-season there, doing all your jobs. Uh, I cleaned big dunks boots, uh, and a few others I can't remember. So that was a good one. To, that was a good one to be fair because I shouldn't be saying this, but at the time, you know, the lads were going out for a bevy. Big dunk was unbelievable, mate. To be to be his boot boy was like yeah. He's just a good Listen, fella, isn't he? Yeah, he's a legend. And, you know, just all you do is constantly give me dough. Like, I was, I was, <laughs> bru- right. I, I was bruised. I was only on 42.50, like everyone else, you know what I mean? But big Fergie had just look after me. And then, like, you know, after after a game... You couldn't even snaffle his boots, lad. They were too big, right? No, they? yeah, too big. And he just give, give you anything, dunk, like, most yeah. generous man ever. Yeah. So, uh, he looked after me, clean his boots, and then you'd play A and B team then. And, uh, you know, obviously being a first year, you start off in the B team. It's just what happens because, you know, you'd, you'd have the likes of Kadamatri, you'd been yeah. there a year. Jevo, he was Jevo, a year older. One year year. older. Yeah. Might be two, you know. Yeah, two, yeah. Might be two, Jevo. I think he was. I think Jevo was a young one, but two years older. Danny Caddy, a year older. Uh, lad there, remember Mark Quayle? Yeah. He might yeah. have been two or three years older, but was still there. Because what happened was, if you... There was no like age there. Yeah. So if you he, weren't in the first team, in the the first resis, team yeah. or the resis. You just mixed in. You yeah. just you just like if you couldn't get a game for the resis, you could drop down. So I remember playing against Jamie Redknapp, yeah. uh, Steve Harkness when I was sixteen in a B team game yeah. at, at Belfield because that was like the progression back from injury. Uh throw them in a B team game, then a resi game, and then if they were all right back into a first team. So yeah, as I say, back at Everton in the B team. You know, hit the ground running, and then the next step was to get in the A team, and then the Resis. Uh, but your debut, your debut, it was quick. You come on at sixteen. Yeah, you play in them A and B games. Yeah, you're, you're like you're only just fifteen and a half, aren't you? Yeah, it's young, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So playing in them games, uh, doing all right. Can't really remember the games, but had some had some some good games there, like against Liverpool and Man United and uh, the real good ground and from Colin Harvey, you know, took no shit call, but really, really top coach. Yeah. One of the best role models I've had in my, in my career for hard work, you know, obsessed with it. Uh, could forgive you anything, Colin, if you put a shift in. If you didn't, you were fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was just the way Col was, so, yeah, I'll never forget it. Uh, pre-season, 
of of my first year, uh, YTS, we were playing. Remember the pitch when you drove into Belfield? We called it the B team pitch. It was your first yeah. drive in. It was on the right B team pitching, and the A team was at the back. It was a sunny day, and uh, we 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 trained down at Netherton. Yeah, when the, that was the Little Woods. One. Yeah, Little Woods. So we trained there. But the pitches weren't ready to play on, so I think it was. I think it was like the the third preseason game. Uh, I never forget all the first team there watching. So it's like, oh, fucking hell, better play well here. Do you Pressure's know I mean? on. Pressure's yeah. on. So uh, Howard, Howard was there watching. Uh, obviously, Colin and Taft taking it, and I never ever forget it. Uh, played. I can't remember who we played, and I'd scored three dead quick. And I come off after about 60 minutes. And I remember Big Dunk making his way round. And Howard and Colin were standing over the other side of the pitch where the subs would come on and off. And the first team were watching from this side. And I'll never forget it. As I've gone off, I can see Big Dunk making his way round. So he get he gets round there. And he was like the king of Everton then, do you know what I mean? I'll never forget it. He said to Howard, I won't try and do his accent, but he said, hey boss, he should be playing up front with me now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> right now. Honestly, that was how he said it. He just he just walked around the pitch, and uh, I remember thinking, "Why wow, my he's one of my heroes?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember thinking, "Brilliant." So quite quickly, I was training with the first team. Probably. What you do? Just get your gear out of one changes and go on the other. Yeah, that's what you do. But you, to be honest with you, you don't even move. You, you just stay, you stay in with the lads. And what what had happened was like there'd always be a list go up. You know what I mean? Like and it'd be like, or or Taffy or Colin would grab you and say stay here today because we'd get changed at Belfield, and then yeah. you'd all jump in your cars or so there'd be two. Like, the likes of you, Ozzy, Ozzy Ed McLeod, and yeah, all that. Ibo, yeah, yeah, uh, and then obviously the year older you'd have like Mick O'Brien. Jamie Milligan, Kadamatri, Michael Ball, yeah. Richard Dunn. Yeah. Uh, and then that you come together as a U team then. So uh, good yeah. group, good group of top players, group, that one. Top group of players. So uh, the training was brilliant. You know, you can imagine the levels. And by the way, all winners, so we fuck out of each other, do you know what I mean? That's that's just the way it goes. Like we proper give it to each other in training and it bring you on. You know, now you you know, I've worked in these academies and they're great places, but I want to tackle each other. You know, there's no, yeah. there's no spark. There's no, there's no spark in there's no nag. Yeah, there's yeah. no, yeah, spark and nag. Yeah, there's not, there's none of that. We had it all. They'd be fighting every, there'd be a scrap every day without fail. Because you had 20 lads, all winners, all desperate, all wanting the same thing. You couldn't keep us apart. And now you, I don't think you see that. So yeah, going back to it, you know. How, how did you find the level though, front? Like going uh, as a kid, going in with the likes of Dunk and whoever was there, John Collins and that were they there at the time? Yeah, Hutchinson, uh, all Don, Dunk, Gary Speed, yeah, some player, top player, mate, top, player top 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 man as well. Yeah, uh, Waggy Watson and that. Waggy, uh, yeah, we had, you know Craig Short, people like that. We had a. Uh, Proper men, proper men's team, do you know what I mean? Proper team of men, and they looked after you, but you know, they let you know how to behave and that. And I was still doing, I was still doing jobs then, so like we had big Nev was there. And Nev used to say, with Nev, we talk about it now, or older with John Ebrill, like if Nev was horrible to you and, and picked on you, it meant he liked you. If he just fucking ignored you, 
he didn't like you, do you know what I mean? So yeah. Nev was always on me, wing nut, wing nut this, wing nut that. Biggie is, <laughs> do that. So every time he'd see me, Nev, I'd go in, I'd be like, in, like picking Dunk's boots up. I can't remember who else picking, like me, me boots up to go and clean them. I'd never be in there. And he'd just pick me up and throw me into the like cold plunge. Every day, yeah. you know what I mean. You're like, Nev, any chance? But he, that was just his way of telling you. He liked you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, did did you see your way into the first team though? Because obviously, Casamati did the ground running. He was looked at as yeah. like a prospect, one he? And it was hands that that derby game at Anfield. You you're both on the pitch at the same time. Did yeah. you think, you know, I've got to get so, past him to get in next yeah, to, so, to Dunk or so Kev Campbell and things well, like that? But that was a bit later. Yeah. That was a, that was so going back to Howard. Uh, it was Dunk Michael Madar yeah big Michael uh, Madar from PSG wasn't he I can't remember yeah, where we got him PSG, uh, yeah. who else did we have big Dunk Michael Madar Mark Hughes no I think he was well? later yeah because I played a lot with Sparky uh, big Spencer dunk. was he there John little John Spencer, Spencer. Yeah. so uh, there was them three can't remember if there was anyone else to be honest there would have been Graeme Stewart-ish so you either had the likes of yeah Diamonds of Graeme Stewart, yeah, he play, he played up top or off the front. So anyway, going back to it, uh, oh Bambi, yeah, Bambi Nicky Bambi, yeah, yeah, there's a good shout, yeah. Uh, he was a top player as well, Bambi, like, yeah, top yeah, player, proper model pro. Do you know what I mean? Looked after himself. Uh, so yeah, Dunk, Dunk said to Howard, going back to it, you know, he should be playing with me. So I then started training with the first team. Jevo was training, Cads was training. Uh, and I, I was never ever in the squad never ever I don't think me and Jevo were really in the squad I think Cads had t- sort of took the shirt yeah he did look like a prospect didn't he you know, yeah. based on the yeah. scene of goal Cads had took the, the shirt and, I, and, and I, I'd only been back there about six weeks maybe two months so I was like a new face really yeah, yeah. so I, I'd train with the first team every now and then I'd still play with the A and B team at a at uh, Belfield, so I, I was not thinking anything that I was close to the first team, I just kept plugging away like you do, and uh, I was training with the first team, I forget, it was about two, two and a half, three months in the season, I was training with the first team every day, and then you'd go back, right, and train with the youth team, and Colin would hammer you, it was his way of, like, just keeping you yeah, grounded, grounded you, yeah. do you know what I mean, so you'd always dip back into the games, so if I play of a Saturday, you know, we'd be two 0 up. I'd scored two for the A team. He come in and he come in and give it to me, call, and it'd be like just to just be to let you know. You know what I mean? Listen, yeah. don't be getting above yourself. So going back to it, uh, the my debut was Old Trafford away, and it was Boxing Day, and I'd been in the squad a couple of weeks before. Played Bolton at home, and I was obviously as as you know, I was Dunk's boot boy. Played Bolton at home and beat them 3 0 and Dunk got a trick. But I was in the squad, I was on the bench. But it was between me and Jevo to go on the bench, and Jevo was two years older than me, so I thought, I'm only 16, I've got no chance of being on the bench. And never forget it, we were in the car park together, me and Jevo, just talking, and Howard came down to us. You know, he gave us this big talk about like, what it takes to play for Everton, and, you know, and he said, Look, you know, I've got to pick one of you today. And, you know, Jevo, I'm going to go with Fran on the bench today. And it was like, oh, I was just amazed, you know what I mean? I was like, I was going to be running out of Goodison with all these. The crowd packed. It was like a surreal moment. It was like, wow. 
This is amazing. And I bet you're a little bit of him died as well, Phil, didn't it? Jevo. Uh, yeah. Most of yeah, probably, yeah. I think I think inside him he's gone, yeah. oh, fucking hell. Yeah, gutted. And that's funny, isn't it? Because I'd have been the same. Even though obviously Jevo went on to play yeah. forever, and it was like at that time, I, do, I, I don't think he'd played, and I hadn't played, so uh, I was on the bench. And then I think the injuries must have come back because I think I don't think I got on the bench for a while, and that might have been a month or so before Man United, even longer. So, uh, so for that for the away one, have you just seen your name on the board? Or no, give you I wasn't. Shot? It was Christmas when it was Christmas. It was Christmas Day. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, Boxing Day we were playing. So I trained, wasn't in the squad. I trained Christmas Eve, and I would have said to me, uh, "Just have a few days off, son. Just, just, just have a few days off. You know, I'll, 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 uh, I'll get like the secretary to, to phone you or cause I didn't. I don't even think I had a mobile then. So it was like I get the secretary to phone phone your Mars with, with the details of when we're next in. Uh, you won't be involved. I, did, I was never expected to be involved. 1997. Yeah, 97. So I was never expecting to be involved. So anyway, Christmas night, honest to God, just got a new rig out. Boss machine, oh shit. Yes. Only 16. Ah, man, he's Pair snacks. of kecks, pair yeah. of us puppies. Yeah, they're the Right, one, yeah. so I was just, honest to God, I'll never forget it. Christmas night, 7 o'clock. Just going, I think it was the Sefton to meet the lads. Yeah. And uh, the house phone goes. And I'm just upstairs. And... Uh, Mum shouts me, Franz, I'm like, yeah, what is it? She said, uh, Gaffer's on the phone. I've gone, what about? When you're looking down the stairs, he's like, the Gaffer's on the phone. So I'm going, I'm thinking, you fucking lost the plot here, who's the Gaffer? Who's she calling the Gaffer? So I'm thinking, there's no way Howard's on the phone Christmas night, do you know what I mean? Not, not phoning me <laughs> to wish me, wish me Merry Christmas. So anyway, down the stairs, hello, hello, son. You know I would voice everyone. Hello, lad. All right, son. I said, all right, boss. Merry Christmas. He said, thanks, son. He said, listen, he said, uh, and you're going to laugh at this. He goes, Big Dunks just rang me. He's not well. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, fucking <laughs> right, he isn't. <laughs> I thought it's crimbo, isn't it? So anyway, Big Dunk was sick. Uh, so I was in the squad. He said to me, look, get to Belfield. You've got to be here in the next 15 minutes. Like, all right, boss, round, yeah. I said, look, I haven't got me, me track here, nothing sorted. He, put, he, said, uh, he said to me, listen, don't worry about all that. We've, we've got all that here for you. He said, just get your da, fly you around. And I was on, obviously, in the Crocky Park. So the fella flies me around, dropped me off at Belfield, straight on the team bus, straight to the hotel, Crimbo ruined. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> in, the, uh, in your rush puppies. Uh, yeah, yeah my rush puppies, brand new one. <laughs> Ung them all back up. Bang, tracky on, round to Belfield, into me Everton tracky, on the bus. And uh, so to did you say to him, listen, if I'm coming, I want to get on this pitch, you know? Uh, so anyway, it, uh, up to up to Manny. And uh, i never forget it. Obviously Christmas Day, everyone has one pint. You know what I mean? I was, he was brilliant, he was a great man manager, so all in the bar, he gets off the bus, I'm 16 and I'm thinking... Should be in the old five one tonight. Yeah. I mean, so I'm having a pint. I'm having up something probably somewhere like that, Mike. Yeah. So I'm having a pint with all with all the first team. So anyway, one pint in bed, and then the next day, Boxing Day, Old Trafford, obviously. Uh, two 0 down at half time. I think it was. Am I right? Two nil. I don't know. I don't even. Know I, think we were, I think we were two 0 down at half time. We've been murdered. Uh, 
And he took Dave Watson off and brought me on. And it was, I quickly realised like what it took to play in the Premier League. Gary Pallister and Steve Bruce. Yeah. I think. Dennis Sherwin, Paul Parker. All of them, them. All of them. Neville and added them in, in the squad then, wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 Playing there. Yeah. Back yeah. Both skulls. All of them. Yeah. They were all there. I think, but I think I'm almost certain Pallister, Gary Pallister played. Thinking Steve Bruce, but I can't remember. Anyway, I never got a kick. Just got back on the bus, mate, and thought, I've achieved something, do you know what I mean? I've I've, I've played once for Everton. Yeah. Everton it's been like here. Tingy then as well, wouldn't it? Ennenberg or David yeah. May. You know what it might, yeah, yeah. might have been them, yeah. Might have been Ennenberg actually going back to it. Probably wrong, Cole, Andy Cole. All them, yeah, yeah I think yeah. he might have scored a couple. I can't remember how it finished. What was but it like just running on there? Was it just mad, surreal or? Mad. Never ever forget it, you know what I mean? It was like... Just unbelievable, and uh, I got about three touches of the ball. Uh, and then you know, never, we never ever got nothing at Old Trafford anyway. So it was like, uh, yeah, it was a great moments because it was, it was something that it's you know you set, you set out as, as a young lad, and I said to you, didn't I, at the start, like the obsession to play for Everton it was like at Old Trafford because they were the boys, man. They, they were the boys. They yeah. were the boys, mate. Yeah, you could have, you could have given me an easier one. I would like, but. Yeah. Uh, That's when uh, Kev Ellie made his debut at Old Trafford he, for yeah. Leicester. He come on for Leicester at Old Trafford. Did he? Mad what if you going to make your debut, mate? That's one of the places yeah. to do it, isn't it? So, so after the game, is it so you like? You, yeah, you just, just, just listening. And you can't remember. Or? Can't remember what got said. Uh, remember just thinking, you know, like you did then. I go back to it, Mike. Like even the A and B teams, the young lads, everyone had a pint. So like we go to the Sefton after a an A and B team game. The whole of the squad, like the whole of the Everton That's what squad, Billy said, Billy Kenny said would, the They all go to Sefton and the whole of the Liverpool squad are bouncing. So, you know, we'd be me, Dunny, uh, Michael Bryan, all of them, I could go through them all. They'd be 20 under in there, Everton lads. Yeah. And 20 of the Liverpool lads would come in, Stevie, Boggo, Stephen Wright, yeah. Dunbavon, and they'd all bounce in and we'd just all have a bevy together and that's what everyone done. But I'd not, you know, I don't think, I don't think you can do it now. I think everyone's just become so professional. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest with you, Mick. As boring as this sounds, I'm not sure you can have a bevy now and have a career. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, like we used to. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can. Look at Milner now. Still has another bevy, has Isn't he? Nearly near forty. They're there, did he rewards, aren't he? You know, yeah. look, look at what he's done, Milner. You know, we don't have a bevy. You have a career like him and you're still going strong. So uh, after um, being involved with the first team and playing, making your, making your debut, is it like a focus to just stay around that yeah. environment and say, right, I need to embed myself in this? Yeah, so you stay around it, you're training there all the time. Am I right in saying that was the season when Gareth Farley scored to keep us up? Could I, think, I, I think I'm right, Mick, yeah, I think. That was that last game, Coventry. Was that was Howard's last game, weren't it? Yeah, before uh, Walter Walter's come in. So yeah. it would have been that se- it was that season. So we were under the pump, weren't we? So it, it was like Danny Cads was in, Michael Madar, Spencer, Dunk. So for whatever reason, I'd train there a lot, but I was just playing for the Reggies. Uh and I don't think I don't think I even got near the team again that season. Uh it was the it was, the, it was the end and the start of the season after, really, when Walter come in. Yeah. Uh, 
So he brought a f- they brought a few players in, didn't he? Like to call Matarazzi yeah. and all that. When yeah. they come in the city. Uh, yeah, but the go, sorry, mate, going back to that, uh, my brain's just started working. That was the year we won the U Cup. Yeah, yeah. When I played for the first team. Yeah. So going back to that, U Cup semi final. Like, you think about the strikers that were trying to, trying to play in the Youth Cup, never mind the first team, me, Cads, Jevo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was it was proper, proper competition. So uh, we won the Youth Cup that that year. I uh, it's a little story about the the semi final. Uh, we went down to play it was the quarter final, went away to play Watford away. It was, a, it was only one leg, the quarter final, Watford away. And uh, on the way down there I didn't feel well. I thought I was really sick here, do you know what I mean? But I thought I'm not saying anything because I want to play. I was starting. You know, I'd, I'd been playing every game. Uh, they playing Jevo off the right, me and Cads up front. Uh, so I thought I'm not saying anything. I'm, you know, I'll be all right. About two o'clock in the morning, uh, I thought there's something not right here, but I couldn't breathe. So I've had to get out of bed. But I was that short on breath. It took me about forty minutes to get to Les Elms' room. The old physio, Les, yeah. he was he was the team physio then. So I'm knocking on his door about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Imagine Les was angry, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but I'm on my knees, mate. I'm struggling to breathe. I'm knocking on his door. You open the door. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, like they do. So what I'm, are you doing? Gone. Honestly, I'm talking. Oh, Les, Les. But I can't breathe. He's gone. You what, lads? I said, I can't breathe. He's gone. Come in, come in. So anyway, ends up getting a doctor to the hotel. Phones a doctor, local, waits for 15 minutes, comes out. Said you've got indigestion, right? So I'm thinking, I fucking, I hope not, because Les is going to tear <laughs> my head off here. Do you know what I mean? I thought I can't, you can't get Les Elm out of bed for anything. Never mind for indigestion. So anyway, sitting there, Les has looked at the doctor and gone, "Behave yourself." I won't, I won't say what he said to the doctor. You know what I mean? Chased the doctor out of his room. Les, he must have, he must have knew. Do you know what I mean? Les that I was sick, so he's gone, behave yourself. So he chased the doctor out of the room at two o'clock in the morning. He phoned Bluey. He, Bluey was the uh, bus driver. Bluey, out of bed. So I've had to get on the team bus now at the hotel. And he's took me to Barnet General Hospital. Straight in on the machines there. What had happened is my heart had swelled up. No way. Yeah, so uh, that's your, your heart that's sitting like a sack. And else this uh, like Bruce Lee. Unbelievable. So anyway, uh, into the hospital on all kinds of medication. I had to stay down there for two days. But but we ended up beating Wofford 3-2. We were 2-0 down. I remember being on the phone, I think, to my mum that night. You could you know, you couldn't get nothing on in the hospital then, do you know what I mean? So I remember phoning my mum like at half time and saying from the hospital phone, saying, How are we getting on? She said, Oh, you're getting beat 2-0, lad. And I fell asleep and woke up the next morning. And had a little note. Uh, Everton three, Watford two. It was like, oh my god, we oh haven't right. come back and won that, and we did. And that was the year we went on to win it. So, from the quarter final to the final, I, I'd missed. I think it was six weeks between the quarters and the final. So we had the semi against Leeds. Yeah, it was a, it was a great game. We beat them over two legs. I never played in that because. Because of me, ticker. What, what was it? It was just it basically just like it's just like a it was just a virus, but 
the way, way it affected just, you. Just the way it affected me. The the the, the, uh, the sack that your heart sits in swelled up. It's called pericarditis. But if I'd have played that night, that'd have been it. Lights out. Oh, scary, that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So I only missed six weeks just antibiotics and had to get rid of stuff and end up missing. Couldn't do anything for like six weeks. So I missed the semi final. Uh, and then in the final, I got back for the, the final. Never forget a call, Navi. The fa- I got back for the final. I thought I'll go straight back in the team here. And he left me out away at Black. We played Blackburn, didn't we, in the final? Yeah. He left me out in the first leg. And I'll never forget how upset I was, you know what I mean? But thinking back, like, I hadn't trained for six weeks. But because I was that obsessed, it was like, I'm going straight back in the team. We end up, I think we end up beating, beating them 3 1 away. And, one all our own, but I got I got back in the team for the the uh, second leg at Goodison. That those uh, FA Youth Cup winning teams, they always end up with like three or four, don't you? Yeah, have, have three years. Yeah, they should do, shouldn't they? Yeah. You know, you look at it. I mean, that FA Cup winning team, the Youth Cup, it was me and Cads up front. Jevo was off the right. Mick O'Brien, Millie, uh, Ozzy, yeah, Ebo. I'm Ebo, not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure Ebo. Was in the team. He might have been. Uh, Ibo, Ozzy, myself. We didn't even have Michael Ball or Richard Dunn playing. If you think about it, if if we had yeah, our, if we had our strongest team there, we'd have a proper team. I, I'm, we were a proper team anyway. But think about the talent that Everton yeah. had. You know then. Would he been playing Kev McLeod? Would he been Kev? Kev had been around. I think he'd have probably been on the bench. Kev, yeah, but he but he'd have been around. It. Kev was a was a good player, good left winger. Great left foot on him. Uh, yeah, so that, that sort of curtailed that season for me. I finished on a high, but I'd, I'd missed probably a period going back to it now. That's probably why I, I'd sort of fell away because of, of my ticket a little bit. And, yeah, around the and first the, team Around squad. the first team squad, yeah. So when the new gaffer comes in, what's it like for you? Is it, you know, was everyone like, right, clean slate in it? Even the players who were on the way out. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Going, going back to that, I've got a great story, you know. So when when... When I'd been on the first team and then dropping back to play for the U team, uh, I was I probably I probably been over like the illness for about two weeks. I've been like I was like two weeks into it. It was two weeks after the quarter final, and once again, Howard phones me, Mars. Uh, you come in the game today. The first team were playing at home. I'll never forget it. I don't know who they were playing. He said, "Get the game early. I want to speak to you in my office." So. I'm going up the tunnel at Goodison towards Howard's office and Colin Harvey, the youth team manager, is coming towards me and he looks at me and he's like, he doesn't say anything to me, but he goes, Colin, I'd like, don't you effing dare. Don't you effing dare. And he walks past me. I think, what's going on? Uh. Anyway, I'm in. Howard's there in his office. Uh, So he goes to me, how are you feeling? So I said, I'm all right, boss. I said, I feel sound now. Like I said, chest pains and gone and that. And he said, brilliant. He said, I'm taking the first team away t- tomorrow after the game to Cyprus. You're coming with us. So I've gone, it's cotton's in my head, hasn't it? That's why Colin's saying to me, don't you dare. Yeah. So I'm now caught between hours yeah, telling, <laughs> me, telling me, you're coming on a trip. And it, all it's been is a swig for four days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Colin... It's going past me. Colin's telling me I better not, I better not go on the trip. And I've got the manager, Howard, who I loved. Love Colin as well. Going to me, you coming with us to Cyprus, lad? So I've gone, ah, I'm not sure that's the right thing, no, boss. You just gone, 
looked at me as if I had ten heads. What? Come and enjoy yourself. Bro. I've gone. I know, but like we're in the semi-final of the U Cup, and he's gone. You can't play. <laughs> he was desperate to get, get me on this trip. I'm making, I'm making every excuse. I'm going, ah, boss, you know, like, probably better that I rest than that. You know, yeah, I'm a bit worried about the flying as well. I'm giving it everything. I'm giving it everything, right? I'm going to him. Ah, listen. Yeah, I might fill up on the plane. I'm giving it all. I'm giving, every, I'm giving everything because I'm, I'm more scared of Colin than I am of Howard. I'm desperate to go away with Howard because yeah, I, know, be I, know the, I know the buzz that's going to be happening on that trip. But I know what Colin's going to think of me, so I'm getting all them battles in my head. So uh, I I ended up uh, going on the trip. Yeah, was it a swig? Yeah, obviously. It was like <laughs> it was it was mad. Know what I mean? So it, it was a, it was a good trip. It was team bonding. Uh, it was a good one, and uh, ended up going. It was only I think it was only a three day. You did say lasted out anyway. Yeah, me say me say held out, and. Uh, Maybe that was why Colin never played me when I got... Maybe it was, yeah. What did he say when you got home? I told you. No, uh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I said, oh, Colin, you know, I, obviously, uh, I said, Colin, he's, you know, I've got, got the boss telling me I'm going and that, and it was, uh, yeah, it was brilliant. They were brilliant, brilliant people. So, yeah, going back to it, it was, uh, that's how that season ended. I'd been on the trip, then we won the U Cup, and then, like you said, going into the next season... The club stayed up in the last day of the season against Coventry. Gareth Farrelly scored. The, we drew one all, didn't we, yeah. to stay up? And then Walters come in. And then Walters come in. And Archie, big Archie Knox. Big Archie, tough. Was he, yeah? Yeah, but he was, uh, he was fair. He was fair. And, and I'd had Colin as well. So You're used to that style, yeah? Used to that style. So I was all right. I had a good relationship with Archie. He was sound. So then, yeah, Walter comes in. I'd been, obviously... He'd obviously knew I'd been around the first team. So, if I remember rightly, though, I was back training with the U team, you know. Was it, yeah? Yeah, I was back training with the U team. And then, once again, you're working your way, aren't you? So Proving yourself proving again. Proving yourself yeah. again. So, the game that got me a start, I'll never forget it, was the next season's Youth Cup. Fifth, fourth or fifth round would be around... Christmas time, maybe. Can't, I don't even know when I played my first game for Walter. Coventry, weren't he? Yeah. In the FA Cup. So, a couple of weeks before that, and my, da- my, my full debut was Derby County away. What well, under Walter was, yeah. So, Pride Park, Sky Live, yeah. So, the midweek, building up to that game, we, we had a replay against Swindon in the FA Youth Cup, fifth round. We drew 0-0 at Goodison. And we beat them 5-0 away at Swindon. And I think I scored five. And I remember them coming on the pitch after the game where we were warming down. I remember Waggy, Dave Watson was part of their staff as well, saying, eh, you should have scored six. You know, one of them, Waggy, he was like, he never ever yeah. give you a compliment, you should have scored six. And uh, you know, he'd always be winding me up. And then I remember getting in the squad Derby County squad goes up, Belfield, first team squad up, sees my name, thinks brilliant. Gets down there, uh, having a scan the night before in a hotel. And Waggy kept saying to me, Oh, I'd eat a bit more than that. And he was letting me know I was playing, letting me know, do you know what I mean? He, every every meal he goes to me, he's a bit more than yeah, that, you know. Get some carbs down, yeah. Get some carbs down, you so. 
made my debut the next day, uh, my full debut, Sky Live, yeah, against Derby County. We won the up at half time. I think, I think I set Nicky Barnby up. Won the up at half time. We ended up losing two one. Another lad made made his debut that day from Crocky, Adam Farley. Yeah, Adam Farley. Yeah, remember yeah. him? Yeah, yeah. So two Crocky lads on the pitch together. Brilliant. Boss mates. So then, obviously, the Coventry one, the, that was the FA Cup. FA Cup, Coventry. So, played against Derby. Uh, went away with England that week. Come out, come back. It was a midweek game with England. So, Derby was the Sunday. Straight to a hotel. Played for England. It wasn't the under-21s. They were in the under-19s. Might have been the under... It was the under-18s. Went away with them. Played... We didn't get back till to Belfield till the Friday. It was the Coventry on the Saturday. I'm thinking, he's got every chance here. He'll just leave me out because I haven't been around the, the place for a week anyway. Ends up playing me, yeah. That was me, my own, my own debut. Yeah, yeah. What was it? What was the feeling like? Like playing in the FA Cup, and that's, yeah. that's obviously something that you want. Yeah, as just, a kid, that's a dream as yeah, well, isn't it? Yeah, it was just, it was just taking the the dreams, taking the boxes off. So, yeah, played. Uh, Sure, he played me. I don't think. I don't think Kevin Campbell was there then. You know, I think he played me up front with Rutch, John Hutchinson. Yeah, I don't think Kevin joined by then. We beat we beat Coventry two one in the cup. I scored. The, the, the outside. Where I, I nipped. Like I nipped in front of Richard Shaw. Yeah. He was ready to clear, and I nipped in front and went yeah. through. And then, I think I I scored, and John Oster made a two nil, and they scored late. Gary McAllister free kick. We're yep. about ten minutes to go, but we end up holding on anyway. Yet, yeah. so another one, you know, your, your first goal for Everton. So once you've got your uh, your goal under your belt, does it feel yeah. like a bit of weight off your shoulders? And you can, yeah, yeah, it did actually, Mike. Yeah, I think you just you, you almost think like as a striker who scored goals right throughout the levels. Like, wonder if I'll ever be able to do it at the top top level. I'd always believed I would. Yeah, always had that unbelievable belief in myself that I'd do it. But actually, when you actually score a goal for Everton in the Gladys Street, there was there was no no better moment yeah. than that. Dreams come true, innit? Well, exactly, yeah. So obviously, after your first goal and stuff, you go on a bit of a run. Then you're in, you're a regular in the first team squad, and then for a, a teenager, yeah. you go on a great run of of goals, don't you? Really? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd always score goals throughout the levels. So. Uh, I always hoped that I could carry that on into the first team and I think obviously scoring on your own debut just settle you a little bit, you yeah. know, just gives you that belief that you can do it. Uh, and then, as you said, I'm, I'm a regular then, aren't I? I'm in, I'm in the team, uh, enjoying my football, playing for the team I love. Uh, things are going great. What was it like for you when Kev Campbell came in? Because obviously he was a, you know... A, a boss foil for you, one of yeah. your terms of like, um, yeah, his, his time in the game and, and the type of role that he played. He obviously played with like Ian Wright as a youngster, yeah. and he's a similar type of yeah. He was a uh, Kev was great. I mean, we got him from Turkey, didn't we? A club at Glen Gabriel's in Turkey. I can slab on sport one of he? or something like well, that. I know he sacrificed the goat on his on the bonnet of his car, didn't he? Did he? he so we, wherever we got him from, yeah, it might have been Slabs on sport. He come in. I'm certain it was the Derby at Anfield. It was his debut. Was that one of his first games, was I it? I think yeah? it was his debut. 
uh, every if it was winner. No, no, not not that one, no, Mike. Not that no, one, no. The other one. So so he come in and I'll never forget it. Yeah, he come in and and I'd been in the team. And then at Anfield, it was mad because we went and stayed in a hotel over in Birkenhead. And uh, I remember, like, you know, when you're uh, whispers and that, and it was like the night before, it was like, Fran's not playing, he's going to play Branchy instead of him. Like, I'm thinking, Branchy, Branchy hadn't, been, hadn't been, he'd been around the first team, Michael. Uh, but not getting selected. But, but, but I, I, I'd sort of jumped ahead of them all, Branchy, uh, Cads. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had, I'd, I'd, I'd jumped ahead of them all. So he sort of, I thought to myself, he, he won't, you know, you're just hearing it and you're thinking like, and I'll, I'll never forget he named the team. Branchy played. Branchy started that. I feel that game, you know, when, when uh, it was 3-2, weren't it, to Liverpool and Robbie sniffed, yeah, when, sniffed when, the line. Yeah, when under that celebration, yeah. yeah. So did he start, Branchy, yeah? Branchy started. We took the lead, didn't we? Yeah, to call, wasn't it? To, like, to call after like, like 17 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so that was like Matarazzi and that were playing then, we yeah. need to call Matarazzi. Matarazzi yeah, John Gary Collins. Speed, yeah. No, Gary Speed was Gary Speed had gone. Oh, had he gone by then? Gone, yeah. yeah. John Collins. Uh, who else did we have playing? Kev played up front with Branchy. Donald Tudor played. Nicky Barnby. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ball. Yeah, Ball he would have played. Dunny. Michael, uh, Michael Ball, Richard Dunn. I'm not sure Dunny played anyway. Yeah, so Branchy comes sort of back into the f- the fold from nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Just yeah. out of nowhere. I think obviously we devoured as well because it was oh, on field and I was gutted, mate. Yeah. I was absolutely devastated. Uh, and we end up taking the lead, and then I think Robbie scored two. Yeah, pen money, a a pen, pen, and then another one. Yeah, and then Patrick Berger scored to make it three-one. Three one. And then our goal was a sh- yeah, yeah. My goal was the best goal in the game, yeah, I it think. Was, yeah. It was, yeah. Spinning. It was just spinning, spinning on the table. Yeah. David James in goal, wasn't he? Will have been, yeah. It was just yeah. spinning, just banged it in the yeah, Annie Road. I was yeah, right behind yeah, that. Yeah, in the Annie Road, I yeah. was right behind in the Annie and, Road. Uh, and, and then two off the line, weren't it, late on? Gerard. Oh, we never got something out of the game. Was Gerard up, come on, sub, didn't yeah. he? Stevie he cleared two off the line, off yeah. one off Cadamati, and I remember. Yeah. So you went for it at the end of it, didn't you? They brought you on and Cadamati on. Cadamati on, Kevin was still on, Kev Campbell. Yeah, so... Going back to it, I was in and out. Roast an hot day as well. Roast an hot day. I was in and out. Do you remember thinking when Farlow done that, what's he doing there? What's, what's he doing? Can he... Man, Robbie, isn't he? <laughs> Think of what's he doing. Celebrations, that. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Took loads of stick, hadn't he? He's only eating the grass, he said. Yeah, 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 he said, yeah. Cameroon. He's saying something about the song. It's the grass in Cameroon or something. the grass on the fucking belt. Oh, he's just been better saying nothing with him. You want to really make an excuses up for you, boss? Yeah, so... Yeah, as I said, was it was in doing all right. Uh, I suppose that's one off the bucket list as well. Obviously, not the result you want, but it's a, a goal at Anfield against yeah. Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah. And a boss goal at that. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, just 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 taking things off. My career was going great. Uh, I was doing what I wanted. You know what I mean? I was playing every week for my team. So, so yeah. what what happens, Fran? As you sort of do progression and you're in the first team, do you go in and say, look, the contracts, you know? It should reflect so, what I, where I am in, so in the standings. Going back to contracts, when when I'd left Lillishall, I'd agreed a contract like at a young age to yeah. sign a two-year professional. Then you go back and, and basically that contract stood and then Howard took over and 
I'll never forget it. After, after my debut at Old Trafford when I was 16, you can't sign your pro until your 17th birthday. So that was coming up to, obviously, 25th of January, Boxing Day, 26th of yeah. December. I had a month. So I'll never forget, I was Howard was lying in the bath at Belfield, and he said to me... Uh, like, you're doing well, son. Uh, we're gonna have to get you. You're gonna have to get your your alpha in, out me, and and uh, speak about a new deal. Yeah. So I said, yeah, brilliant, no problem. So I think I signed a. I think I signed a three-year pro. Uh, that January, three-year pro I signed. Yeah. Or no, it would have been it would have been a two and a half year. It would have been the end of that season and two more. So. Uh, yeah, I signed, I signed a pro deal. It was just run-of-the-mill money, you know what I mean? And uh, obviously, as as things are going, progressing with, uh, with the first team and you're scoring goals, you know, as mad as this sounds, it's like you're thinking to yourself, right, they're going to come to me soon with a, with a new contract. And it took time, really. It took time for them to come and off me. So, basically, the deal that I signed... When I was 16, 17, my 17 Bertie was the only professional deal I ever signed at Everton. So you think about it now. If you, if you had a, a young lad breaking through into the first team now and he leaves two and a half years later, he'd have signed two or three contracts by yeah, the time he leaves. 100%. I, I hadn't. I, I was on the same deal. I was on the same deal then that... Uh, Basically, from your first. So I, I'd only ever signed one professional deal at Everton, so you know I don't like speaking about money, Mike. But when I left Everton, I was on just over a grand a week. Mad that isn't it? And I don't like speaking about. And scored twenty goals in sixty odd games. So basically, I was going into the last year of that three-year deal, and I was on eleven hundred quid a week. I think I was on, but I was the hottest pro- prospect in yeah. England, and. I tried agreeing a new contract, and then you start to you start to sort of get whispers, don't you? That like, listen, uh, you know, there's they could be looking to sell you. Uh, and then I I got a phone call off a Premier League manager. I, I won't tell you who it is. It wasn't the club I joined. Uh, saying, look, we're gonna bid for you. We want you. So. I want to stay at Everton, you know what I mean? He said, well, I don't really think you've got a say in that. <laughs> so, yeah. so I said, well, what are you trying to tell me here? And he said, well, basically, uh, you're up for sale. I think it's basically, you know, they don't want to lose you, but they might have to. You, you, you can't really get to the bottom of it. And I think it started to spook me a little bit because... You know, I'd always wanted to play for Everton. It was my team, my club. Uh, I loved the club. And it just spooked me a little bit because I thought, I thought I was doing well. Like, but then you start, you sort of look at it. The summer I left, I left. Michael Ball went to Rangers. Richard Dunn went to Man City. Yeah, probably needed a few quid in. Well, yeah. And, you know... The, the contract negotiations dragged on and dragged on and dragged on. Uh, 
And I never forget it. Like, people were signing deals around me. And that was what got to me. Like, Kevin Campbell was absolutely brilliant for Everton. Like, unbelievable. But was he 33 when he come? Yeah, it wasn't a young man. Like was he, So, I, I, I'm not sure. I remember him agreeing a, a new two-year deal very, very quickly. After he'd already probably had a decent deal to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah so, so, you know, you... You, I wasn't expecting to get Kevin's money, but I was expecting to be paid at the top end of the players at the club at that time. You know, I was a regular. As you just said, I'd played 60 games. Uh, I'd scored goals, you know. I was playing for England under-21s. Uh, I was one of the hottest prospects, so I wasn't asking for ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. But I wanted to be paid in line with probably everyone else. And I was coming into the final year of my contract that summer. I only had a year left. So, uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't agree on a deal. Uh, and then the rest is history. The rest is history, mate. But before we, we talk about the moves to Arsenal, what about that? That win at Anfield then? Yeah, yeah, it was a great, great night that. Was it Monday Monday night? It was a it was a night game, therefore it was, it was night, in the cop, mate. It was a Monday night. It was a Monday night. Uh yeah. It was it was it was a uh, it was a mad game, weren't it? I Everton, I thought we were miles better on the day, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Everton were the better team on the night. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Uh I had a chance, Mr. Shit, I went one on one. Uh but yeah, thought we were in control of the game and then all the madness started. I had a little ding-dong with Big Sander early on down at the cop end. Yeah. And uh, it just continued into the, the second half, I think. I went through... And just saying up. things to each other throughout the game? I or? think he grabbed hold of me or something, I think. He's a bit of a loop, on he? Yeah. A bit loopy, man. Yeah, had a cat's hand, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we'd scored early, hadn't we? And uh, Yeah, he was a bit mad, but... Yeah, we had we had some words and then just continued a little bit into the second half and then I went through, but I knew it was offside. You know, when you have a glance, you know. And uh, the ball was bouncing sort of. I, I think I knocked it past him. No one was offside. You know what I mean? And he and he sort of grabbed hold of me by the neck, and then <laughs> just went from there. Did it? It was just a, a moment of madness. Ten seconds of madness, and then. It's funny, like. But I remember thinking, no. I think Donald was our captain and Jamie Redknapp was captain of Liverpool and he, uh, I remember, I can't remember, referee, Mike Dean. Was it Mike tall, Dean? A big, was it? big tall one, Mike Riley, which is the big tall one, bluffy, like fair air, Mike. Oh, I don't know, Riley was the one with like going baldy, wasn't he? That was it, Mike Riley. Yeah, so Mike Dean then I think. Was it Mike? I can't remember. I can't remember who it was at, at the time. I just remember the all the crowd yeah. going up. Oh. So and then you're walking towards him and uh He's got Uch and Redknapp there and they're both screaming at him and he's saying to them too and I'm reading his lips, he's saying it's two reds. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh no. I'm thinking, oh, this is carnage because I'm thinking, all I'm thinking is if he sends him off first, he's going to wait in a tunnel for me and fucking batter me. <laughs> so, <laughs> he probably wear an eye case, you know, he's just a yeah, unit. So he's, he's, uh, he's gone, it's two reds. So then he's gone, Fran, Francis, you're going first. I've gone, not a problem, like, so he's yeah. given me the red. So I've got off down the tunnel, 
you know, and then obviously I haven't looked back, know what I mean? So down the tunnel, up into the changing rooms. So I can hear like a oh, smashing his booting doors and all that on his way. Was so it, yeah? thinking, oh, no. <laughs> thinking, Jesus, mad where he's with me, so I'm thinking, oh no. So anyway, I'm sitting in the changing room thinking, I'm nervous because you just getting, on your jack, no one there. I think one of I think Jimmy Comer or someone, one of the one of the masseurs come down to yeah. come come into the changing room with me. I uh, can't remember who it was. Then I remember just sitting there thinking, right, gotta hang on for the win here. So I've thought, shall I get in the shower? Shall I not? My head's spinning, I'm thinking, what's gonna happen here? Thinking, is Walter gonna tear strips off me when we get in? That's that old madness going through my head. So then, uh, you know, you can hear, you can hear the roars, can't you? You know, yeah. changing rooms are there, you can hear, like, you know, when Liverpool on the attack, because you just hear all the feet yeah. go up yeah. above your all head. The yeah, all the yeah. seats. Yeah, all the seats. So you're like, fucking hell, these are on the attack here. So anyway, I haven't had a shower, I've just threw a top on. And uh, thinking, I want to go out. I know there's a screen outside both changing rooms. Yeah. Sky have a screen so you can watch it, but I'm thinking, he might be out there. Just do me and Big Sand, you know what I mean? So I'm floating now, walking around the changing room, pacing around, thinking, come on, come on. Then I've just heard the biggest scream ever. I've gone, oh, no. What have equalised? So I've gone out. In, I've thought, right, I'll have to front this. thought, I need to know what's going on. Do you mean? So, so do you come in? Yeah. <laughs> so I've opened the changing room door, and he's not there. But there's, like, Sky producers in that day. So I've gone, eh, what's happened there? What's the roar? And he's gone... Gerard sent off, so I've gone. Oh no, because when I when I got sent off, Stephen hadn't come on the pitch. I'm thinking Paul Gerard, our goalie. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ger- so I'm thinking it's a penalty to them. Singing something, thinking how's he been sent off the keeper? Two keepers off in the so anyway. I'm now waiting in the tunnel, and I'm thinking Paul Gerard's coming up the tunnel to me. So, next minute, here's the studs. So you call obviously. You go down and up at Anfield, so you go yeah. down a few steps and then up. So I hear the, the studs. I hear all commotion, then I hear the studs. So I'm looking down. Pair of predators down, red socks, and I'm like, fuck this. Stephen. So I've gone, he's come, Stephen's my mate, you know what I mean? So he, he's. So as he's coming up the tunnel, I've gone, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone, what? So I've gone, get in there. So I've, I'm, I'm smiling, he's gone, lad, don't be laughing. So anyway, he's saying things to me, he's gone, oh, he's like shaking his head at me as if to say, don't start having banter with me here yeah, now. Not so he's, no, he's thinking there's fucking all kinds of people here, I've just been sent off. But I'm not I'm not trying to like have banter with him. I'm buzzing because it's like, what was the four minutes to go yeah, or something? Minutes, yeah. I'm thinking to myself... It's when he like sort of stamp Campbell, wasn't he? Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Paul Gerrard's been sent off because I didn't know Stephen had gone on. And... They must have a penalty. So for that minute, yeah. I'm just standing there waiting for Paul Gerard to come up the tunnel, do you know what I mean? Thinking, oh no. And then he's popped up, so I've gone, get in there. And then that's how it started. I wasn't taking the piss out of him or wanting to have a buzz room. It was just buzzing that it was him and not Paul Gerard. What did uh, Walter say to you after it? Was he asked? No, he wasn't asked. No, he was buzzing. He was uh, yeah, just buzzing, do you know what I mean? It was just something like, it was just a moment of madness, weren't it? There's passion in it, just yeah. just what happens. And I think that the fact that they'd gone down to, to 10 men as well. Yeah. And they didn't. Staunton went in gold, didn't he? So, did, so 
Did Liverpool not have a keeper on the bench? I don't know what happens. But so I'll I'll start him see, I'm thinking. Actually, I'm reading in my brain here. I don't think Stephen was on the pitch. I don't when, know. I when, you. when I got sent off. But then the only way he wouldn't have been is if Liverpool never had a keeper on the bench. because or they'd use the subs. Well, if they'd used the subs, yeah, he must have been on. Well, he might have only just come on, mightn't he? Yeah. You, so you, I can't, they've I can't, just said Gerard, and you've thought I've of your goal. I've thought of our keeper. Yeah. Just thought yeah. of our keeper and thought. Because Stoughton went in goal and made a half decent save at the Stoughton end. Stoughton went in goal, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Walter was sound. Archie was sound. A uh, little, little bit of banter about two weeks away, just fine and that, but he never ever done it. Yeah, no, way, it's Boston. And as you said, there was a. Uh, and then he ends up playing for Everton, Westerville, didn't he? He had, did, he had a game or two on loan yeah. there, once off Portsmouth or something. Yeah, in lockdown, like, they got us together in a... Did they, yeah? Not like a Zoom. Oh, is you going to Yeah, 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 they got us together. <laughs> like, like Rocky and Drago. Yeah, they, got us to, they got us together on a Zoom. It was, I don't know what it was for, I can't remember, it's been years ago, but... Felt it, though. Had, like, they had, like, a day where they, where they videoed it. It was me and John Hutchinson just speaking about... About the game. Yeah, I think... I think the derby was coming up. Did they have a, they had a derby in COVID where, where there yeah, were no Evan fans? Won. Evan won, didn't he? That was the last... That, since York, that game, you won. Yeah. That was the next time Evan yeah, won at yeah. Anfield was so, in lockdown. So, yeah, that was it. When yeah. Calvert-Lewin needs Trent in the head and got a pen, remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trent slid in and he... Richarlison scored. Richarlison scored, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a probably it. We got together anyway. I had a laugh on that, talking about the sending off and that. Just told him I would have done a minute if he'd have wanted it in the tunnel. That's right. So then, as as we said, then 20 odd goals in 60 games, and yeah. then the other clubs are coming in for you. Yeah. When uh, tell us the story, sort of, of Arsenal and, and how it come about. Yeah, so you know, obviously, as I said to you before, a manager rang me, uh, and then you know, don't you? You sort of know what's what's coming. Uh, and then to be fair, mate. Really close to, to the summer, Everton came back to me with an unbelievable offer of, of a new deal. But late in the day. But it was really, really late. And, uh, you know, I, I'd been spooked a little bit uh, by what I did and what you know was going on. Uh, so it was all too little, too late, I felt. You know what I mean? I was being trying to agree a new deal. How long had it? So I'd played 60 games there. Probably been trying to agree a new deal for... A year maybe. Uh, anyway, one thing and another, it never happened. And then uh, the agent at the time was a fella called Jerome Anderson, yeah. who looked after Thierry Henry and all them. And uh, he he obviously had good connections at Arsenal. And uh, yeah, so it, it, you know, like like it does, mate. These things develop uh, and then uh, yeah it, it, it just come from there and it was a big wrench because I'll be honest with you I took you know I, I don't like to speak about money Mike it's like you know but I took a significantly lot less money at Arsenal and Everton offered me yeah it was it was yeah it was a, it was a lot less uh, it was a lot of money don't get me wrong you know what I mean I was fortunate that I, it, it was good money I got paid at Arsenal, but it was a lot less than Everton. Finally come up with? Finally come up with, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the right way to put it. Everton finally come up with. And uh, I just felt it was too little, too late. Uh, and then, I've got to be honest with you, mate, when it's Arsenal, 
I'm looking at them. They just played Liverpool in the FA Cup final. They battered Liverpool, yeah. didn't they? Do you remember it? Murdered us, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Sammy Appiah caught one on the line, didn't he? Was Enshaw, wasn't it? Was it Enshaw? Enshaw caught, caught one on the line. They battered them, didn't he? Michael Owen scored too late. Yeah. Uh, and then it sort of made me mind up then, mate, that I was probably going to leave. Uh, you know, as I said, you start to get whispers that they might need the money. Uh, Ball, he had rang me and told me he, he was he was going to Rangers. Uh, Tony had left as well, obviously, as I said before. So, yeah, my mind was made up and I thought Arsenal was the the right club. Uh, I had I had loads of, loads of offers in the end, mate. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had good clubs wanting me. Obviously, you don't like to disrespect them and go into them and why you never joined and stuff, but I just felt Arsenal was the right fit. What did he say to you, Wenger? I never, I never spoke to him before. Uh, the t- until the day before I signed, I was uh, at the end of the season. You know, I was speaking to my agents and that, and didn't know where I was going, and knew the clubs that were interested. Uh, and then I went away to Magaluf with the lads. Fucking stupid! Who go away to Magaluf before knowing they were? Just might have thought it's your last little uh, your last little breeder before you move. Yeah, I, I, I went, went went away to Magaluf with the lads, and then. Uh, Got a phone call then while I was out there saying, Look, Everton have agreed a fee with Arsenal. Uh, you need to get your home and get your medical done. So, uh, yeah, I, f- I, f- I think that was about nine o'clock in the night. So I flew back. Have to take your rush puppies off again. Have to take them off. <laughs> take my Birkenstock. What were they called? <laughs> Birkenstock. Yeah, I had, to, I had to whip them off. No, so I remember. Uh, yeah, Arsenal flew me home right into London. I had no gear with me though, Mike. Do you know what I mean? Only had like all Bermuda shorts and all that. Yeah. All snide <laughs> tops. So i never forget it. I was obviously sponsored off, off Nike at the time. So I had to get them to drop me some respectable some clothes. Gear off, some yeah. respectable clothes off to go and meet uh, Arsenal. So what was it like moving, moving up there and all that? I know you obviously you'd moved away as yeah. a kid, but it's yeah. a bit different in it in the yeah. in the as an adult and yeah. treating it that way. Yeah. What was it like? I was still living at home, man. I was still my mum and dad and that. And uh, yeah, I had a couple of weeks to digest it. I obviously flew home, uh, went and met Arson and David Dean, uh, signed the next day, done the press and that, and then I went home then for a couple of couple of weeks. Uh, and then I, I still, I, I, I think I still had about three weeks. I thought before uh, pre-season was starting, but Arsenal s- sent me off to this. Mad it was like they flew me out to Nice. They sent me to uh, this like like a sports therapist because that that uh, that summer before I went to Arsenal, I had three operations. You know, so I. Couldn't see how anyone would take me. I'd had two. Is this the ankles? I'd had two on my ankles, and the end of that season, the last game or the second to last game, uh, Man City at home. Uh, Danny Tiato, the little fullback. Yeah, Danny Tiato. I, yeah. I got Dirty the him. yeah. I got the wrong side of him, and uh, he tackled me, but sort of corkscrewed me into the ground on my shoulder, and uh, I rip, ruptured all my shoulder ligaments and that. So. Uh, I uh, I went straight off the pitch, and they had a top shoulder specialist in Vasakli Hospital. 
uh, in the private bit there. So I went to, straight to see him and he said, you need surgery, I'll get you in tomorrow. So that was the end of that season. So I had two ankle operations and a shoulder up. So yep. I thought, every chance that, that deal will be off anyway. It wasn't. So I think Everton, uh, Arsenal realised that and then he sent me away to uh, Nice in France to work with like a, a conditioning coach, sports therapist. He sent me and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. We we both signed for Arsenal around the same time. So, yeah. Is uh, this just to see what level you're at before I think, you go Yeah, in? I think it was just just to get you up to a level of what they expected. They probably thought he's had a... I don't think I played many games that season, you know, before I went there. So I went out there for about two weeks. I went to the, yeah, the south of France to work with... I can't even... Borrow, his name was Borrow. Was it Borrow? Or t- I can't remember the fella's name. He was French, obviously. Uh, he was Arsene Wenger's man. And I think I spent about two weeks out there just getting fit uh, before pre-season. And then back to pre-season with them, what, what was the level like going into that from, from the Everton team? Not obviously, don't yeah. disrespect, but yeah, no, you've got like, uh, World Cup winners and yeah. proper top top internationals, haven't yeah. you, there? You'd obviously been on a... Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the levels were obviously levels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a uh, just the next year, next step on the on the journey. You know what I mean? You're, you're a professional footballer, then you you're a Premier League footballer. You know, you just you're not thinking of anything other than this is the next step and this is the right step. And you know, we've just seen them obviously, as I said, play Liverpool. So yeah, it was just the next step and the, the levels of training, the standard of player was was at another level. What were they like, the likes of Andy and oh, Will Sword and Listen. Perez and that? Perez, I just, just... What I put, he's one of the most underrated Premier League players ever, I think, Perez. Perez is... So people, people ask me all the time, like, <clears throat> on different shows I've been on, go on, who's the best player you've ever played with? And they're all expecting Thierry Henry and they're all expecting Dennis, Patrick Vieira, Perez, mate, by a mile. By a mile for me. I, it's probably personal preference yeah. because they, they're all world-class players in their own right, but he was unbelievable. Like, uh, he was six foot, he was like, he was, I think he was about six foot one, winger, but, but he was big and strong, big legs on him and that, but he glided around the pitch. Yeah, he was class, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a class footballer, he was my favourite, but that's not disrespecting any of them, you know, Terry Henry, mate, listen, I mean, I didn't play that much at Arsenal, I sat on the bench a lot watching them, so I had the best view in the house of, them players in a special, special place, and you know that that year they they won the double, didn't they? Yeah. What What was it like, sort of being at Ivory as well? Like in a di- like you know, you used to go to Sun and then yeah. you go to Ivory, and sort of similar, really, in it, and like tradi- traditions. Yeah, very, very similar. Uh, very close to the pitch, yeah. uh, the stands. You know, not much runoff like you see now. Like Goodison, you know, great atmosphere. Uh, yeah, but. Different level of expectations there, you know. Arsenal was putting together a top team, just added Sol Campbell to the ranks, obviously. Yeah. You know, he had Martin Keown and Tony Adams who were still playing, but were obviously the wrong side of 30. Yeah. yeah. Talk of Tony retiring, so Sol Campbell coming from Tottenham, mate, was like. Top amount, player, money. Yeah, and the amount of controversy. How that quick was he? You yeah, know he, was, he was rapid, mate. He was, was just, he, yeah. yeah. Just I mean, like, like I can't even imagine trying to get round him. Yeah, 
How, how are you? How are you getting around him? You can't. You're not pinning him. No, you're, you're not just, legging yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I, I always had to play loose anyway, so I, I could never get, I could never get into a fight with any centre half. Never mind, big troll. So, uh, but yeah, he added him uh, to a to a top group of world class players, and it was like, you know, people were talking about Dennis when I got there, and would have been 34 then, I think, being finished. Just like. You know, it was just he was just on another level to to anything I'd seen, and he never really had pace tennis. So yeah, didn't rely he, on it. He was like sharing him on. He just yeah, go, he, he could didn't go rely on, on it, wouldn't you? Uh, so yeah, like I said, mate, you, you're talking about a group of world class. Yeah. You know, even even obviously Martin Keown, Tony Adams, Ray Parler, two, even Ray Parler had, had, like yeah, had a second uh, second win, didn't yeah. he? And just that like kicked on. And yeah, played yeah. loads of games towards yeah. the end of it. Where, top players like in. real, real. I don't need me to say it. They were special group, and then obviously, as I said, they went on to win the. So I find it hard to say we because even though I was part of it, I, I don't know. I never. It, that's all. Like you look well. I I look at it now, and but seeing Liverpool win the league a few years ago, every man and his dog went up there to get a medal. Yeah. Like it, it's not like that now. It's, it's no, yeah. There's I, a box of medals. Yeah. You give them out to. Yeah. to Whoever, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you had, like, no disrespect to him, but you had like Ian Brewster up there, you know, yeah, didn't kick a ball, yeah. So I, I never got a medal, I never got a, a, a Premier League medal, uh, two FA Cup medals because you had to play a certain amount of games, yeah. I think I was too short, That's what I mean, whereas now, yeah, it's not, it, it's, it's, it's not, not like that, it's not like that now, no. I suppose you should, I mean, listen, I don't know what's right and what's wrong with that, but I suppose if you've played a game. You've contributed, haven't you? Uh, I think if you've played a Premier League game, if you've played a Carlin Cup game, then it'd be hard to say you've contributed to the Premier League, but there's no right and wrong way. Does it devalue the medal a little bit? Uh, I'd, every, like, to, I'd like to in, have one. I've got to be honest with you. Lad. Everyone in that squad should get a medal, I think. Yeah. You're there. You're there getting... You're there, obviously, yeah. training every day, getting yeah. the levels of everyone. Yeah. And you're playing in games, however many games it is, yeah. 10 games, whatever. Then, of course, you deserve a medal. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think so, but I'd like to have one, do you know what I mean? But I think obviously then the rules were different. Uh I think they could have they could have changed the rules a little bit. Because I sat on the bench a lot. Do you know what I mean? So you're part of it, aren't you? Yeah, you know of what I mean? You're you're, that, yeah. you, you, it's not like it's not like I was in six squads. So, you know, sitting on the bench a lot I was behind the probably the best strikers in in the Premier League at the time. Yeah, Premier League history. They're yeah. in the top ten, aren't they, both yeah. of them? So so and obviously that Will Sword it's a, a run of form, didn't he? Uh, he, was, yeah. he? He was, you know, he was. Sylvan was was a regular starter for for France. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Played more than on me, didn't he? Back he, back in then, he was just he was another one's top player. And then you know you're forgetting Carnu, mate. Yeah, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. He, about I remember him playing, dropping into centre mid at Anfield, mate, and throwing in one of the best old midfield displays I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He was toying with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. He was toying yeah. with. I can't even remember who it was at the time. I'd have been Haman and Gerard. Can yeah. dropped into centre mid for whatever reason, yeah. and mate, they couldn't Special, get the ball yeah. off him. He was just tapping it round people like they weren't there. Yeah, I know. So you, you know, you put your career into context. The the Arsenal days, tough because. Just, just couldn't get in the team, mate. I don't know what, if, uh, you know, I'm not being harsh on myself. I, I probably wasn't, I probably wasn't good enough to get in that team. If the truth be known, you know, Bergkamp, Henry, Wiltord, Carnu, 
I was part of a five-man strike force that... And all the midfielders scored, so it wasn't like... They, do you know what? It listen, was rare that listen. they needed a goal, wasn't it? If you know what I mean? Mate, From never, the bench. Mate, they were never down in games. Yeah. They, were, they were never down in games, but, you know, even if they were down, I'm not saying they'd been looking to bring me on. You know, if it, if it was Henri and Will towards starting, it was Bergkamp, Carnu and Jeffers sitting on the bench. Yeah. So, one had come in, one had drop out. You know, Thierry would probably play every game, every minute of every game. Dennis would, Dennis would probably be second choice, but was obviously in football terms getting on a little bit, but never relied on his pace. Him and Will Tord would say were second choice, second and third, and then Carnu and myself. And yeah, it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't good enough really, mate. And I think the the season I'd had the year before. Getting to Arsenal, I needed to be in tip-top shape. I needed to come off a forty-game season or a thirty-game season, say yeah. where I'd played. But, but, I, but I hadn't. I hadn't had Everton because I'd had two ankle operations and I'd had a shoulder operation. So I'd, I don't know what the what the, the figures would be for that season. But I reckon I'd played twelve games. Yeah. So I wasn't in tip-top shape. And listen, tip-top shape or not, I'd have struggled to get in that team. So when do you realise that you need to get out of it? Sorry if you can hear banging upstairs that someone's dropping the 50k weight start on Wait till I tell Gillies to just throwing them on the floor. <laughs> just hear a boom every now and again. You mightn't be able to hear it, but if, if you can, that's what it is. So when do you realise then and, and think, I need, to, I need to be playing? It's all well and good. Well, you want, you want to play. Yeah, you want to play. So, so at the end of that season, obviously do the double. You know... Uh, my ankle is still not right. Uh, it's kept me out of a fair bit of action, training-wise and stuff there. So, uh, you know, I'm toying with the idea of not having an operation and trying to do things in the summer. And then I'm thinking, well, if I come back next season and it's not right and I do go in for surgery, I'm nearly two years into my Arsenal career without, without yeah. really. So I decided to get more surgery that summer. So... In the space of a year, I'd have four operations, three on my ankle. Uh, so, yeah, after after the, the double celebrations, so after we won the double, we played Everton. So, that's the famous, I still get Kane for it now, yeah. Mike, you know, taking my top off when I scored. And I don't know why I'd done it. I think it was frustration, yeah. I think. Relief of uh, frustration. Know, I, think, I think it was frustration of the way my season had gone at Arsenal. Uh, I think was I, it the back post header? Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. David Underworth had me and then lost me. <laughs> Couldn't see. I still still remind him every day when I get into training now. Uh, yeah. So, do you know what a lot of the frustration was? The fact that Evertonians hated me. Yeah, and, and it uh, broke me. It it killed me that like people would say to me, Judas, traitor. You know, going for the door and that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and do you know what? It killed me. I couldn't deal with it because it wasn't the truth. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and it and I didn't. They were my people. That was my club. Didn't want. I didn't. Didn't want my own people saying that about me. So I took loads of stick. I went back to Goodison early on in the season and got absolutely caned. And I mean caned. Do you know what I mean? And 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 it killed me. Uh, so. I took my top off, I said, when, when I scored. Uh, 
shouldn't have done it. I regret doing it, but that was the reason, do you know what I mean? It, it was, it was, as I said, it was, it was because I'd been called that much by my own people. And it was like, I'll show you. And it was just a moment of madness. I never meant anything by it. Uh, and then the next season, I think, started. I started that season on the back foot again after the ankle up. And I just couldn't get near. I just couldn't get near getting a game. That's just. The, I think that was just the levels. You know what I mean? I think at any top club now, you look at it. Even strikers that are miles better than me, world class strikers, they have a prolonged spell out of action. Yeah. But Jota now, I just go for a year. You, yeah, you were a top injury. player, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like you just find it hard, don't you? You know, once 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 you've been out the team, and, and it mightn't have been injury. It could have been lack of form, but once you sit on that bench. For a prolonged spell, the yeah, pressure it's, builds. It's easy to lose the mojo, isn't it? it you lose your, you, the pressure builds as well. Every, every second you get on the pitch, you, you, you're thinking, "I've got, to, I've got to impress. I've got to do that." And the pressure builds, and you're fine with the pressure, and you know it's it becomes tougher. Yeah. So then, what? Well, how did the opportunity present itself to go back to Everton? Yeah. So I think I think the. I think I'd done two seasons at Arsenal, didn't I? So the following season, I played a little bit. Uh, played a little bit of football. Uh, obviously not as much as you like again. And then I think... Uh, I think between the club, Arsenal, myself, I think we, we sort of realised that, listen, I'm not going to break through here. You know, I'm not, I'm not good enough. Maybe Arsenal thought he, you know, he's not, he's not the player I wanted. So that season, I'd played a little bit in and out the team again, uh, and then that summer, uh, I knew I was sort of surplus to requirements. And then, uh, yeah, I think it was a couple of games into the season after winning the third season that Moisey was at Everton. I think I'd been there for a year or so. Wayne had broke through, hadn't he? Yeah, he was on the scene. Wayne, he was on yeah. the scene, yeah. And uh, yeah, it just it just it just come up, and it just felt like the right thing. Uh, I knew I was going to be on a. Uh, I knew how tough it was going to be for me coming back to Everton because of all the stick I took, and I knew that it wasn't going to be a round of applause when they introduced me coming back to Everton. You know, I knew I had to had to build bridges if, if that's the right yeah. way of putting it. So. It was tough, yeah, that just arose through obviously not getting a game at Arsenal. Uh, I'd left Everton uh, a couple of seasons before and I think Moisey obviously fancied it and the chairman and one thing led to another and obviously there was, there was no money to do a permanent deal so it was a loan. So when did the the uh, England debut come into? Were you still at Arsenal when you, when yeah. you with the England team? Because yes. obviously the, the, the thing with Coming on with Wayne and, and both being from the yeah, same so school was, and all that. I was still at Arsenal and that was that was into my second season uh, at Arsenal. So I had the operation that summer. And then I think the following February of that season was when it made me England debut. But I was a, re- I was a regular, you know, I'd had... I was close to getting the record for the under-21s. Yeah, you shared that with Shearer for years, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was a regular for the under twenty ones, playing regular, and uh, 
yeah, scoring goals regularly and, and Sven, obviously, you know, I couldn't get in Arsenal's team, so he was probably struggling to give me an opportunity. It'd be, I think it, I think it's, it's a bit easier now because of the way it is. You do see players get picked for England, but that that are not necessarily yeah. regular starters for the clubs. But they've done well and they shoot the system. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. But back then, like, you couldn't. It wasn't really seen to be. You couldn't really be seen to be getting in an England squad. But he, he wanted to have a look at everyone, though, didn't he? Yeah. He weighing asked, was he? Sven, yeah. He'd go, Sven, right, yeah. I, I'll, yeah. Put, I'll call yeah. up 25 of them. Yeah. And they're all going to play. Yeah, yeah. And, so, the, and the press were like, what, what's he doing? Taking yeah. full teams So he off did. So he, he obviously had scored goals for the under 21s. Uh, was still in the under 21 squad. And he called me up, yeah. So I think it was Wayne's first squad. And it was yeah. it was my first. Well, it wasn't my first full England call up. Because Kevin Keegan called me up in my. Second season at Everton, first season or second season, uh, to a squad to play Bulgaria away, and I was on the bench. Never got on. Michael Ball was in the squad. Kevin Phillips made his England debut. Uh, yeah. So I was on the bench that game. I got called up as a late replacement for someone, uh, and went to Bulgaria with them. Boss. So me, it was it was my first full, yeah, squad. First full cap, really. It was the first time I played when Sven called me up. I knew I was going to play. He told me to, a couple of days before, listen, you and Wayne will be on at half-time. Yeah. So it was brilliant. And yeah. obviously, boss for the school, wasn't it? Brilliant two, for Delisle and Swindens, yeah. That, that never happened again, nah. Two, two kids from the she same think school. think that like, but... Two kids from the same school, debut, same day. It's not happening yeah. again. Well, we'll see, we'll see, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, that was it. Obviously, come on. And and bags, that was the game when uh, Harry Kuehl ran a mock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Toasted Ferdinand, didn't he? Down yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be fair, the Aussies battered us. Yeah, it was mad, wasn't it? Mad. Mad. He, had like his, he had like his first team playing the first half, Sven. With all the big hitters, Beckham and all them, Skulls, and then he brought all the younger ones on the second half. So I think it was me, Wayne, Jenis, Paul Koncheski, uh, Danny Mills come on, Danny Murphy come on. Can't remember who the centre backs were. So mm. another bucket list one with the with the with goal. England. With yeah, the with a goal for England. Yeah, playing for England, a goal. So you have all these little dreams, don't you? When you're a kid, I'd love to play for England just mm. once and love to do this and love to do that. I managed to tick a lot of them off, and the goal was just another one. And you know, I, I don't have regrets, but it, it's tough, isn't it? Because I got in the next squad, but I wasn't a regular. I wasn't playing regular at Arsenal, so I was almost, I almost felt like I was cheating my way in to the squad. So the next squad, I can't remember. I got picked in the squad anyway. It was two European qualifiers, and it was like, it was like a real small nation. The first game was away, uh, and obviously not everyone can be on the bench. So I wasn't on the bench. Wayne was on the bench. Let's just say. Slovakia, Slovakia. Yeah. no, no, Slovakia. It was, it was, it was really small. Never forget it. I think we beat them five or something. Wayne was on the bench, and Wayne come on, so it was Wayne's second game. Uh, I remember not getting on the bench and sitting in the stands with John Terry and Frank Lampard watching the game, uh, and there was other players there. I remember sitting with them watching the game, and uh, gets back to England, and we were about to play Turkey on the Wednesday, I think. Yeah, we flies back on the Sunday after the game, Saturday. Uh, going to play Turkey on the Wednesday and I thought I'm not going to be on the bench again so 
I just went and seen Sven and just said, look, like, don't take this the wrong way, but if if I'm not going to be involved, I'd like to go and play for the under-21s at St. James's Park on a Tuesday. So I don't know whether that was the right the right Who thing. was in charge of 21s, Pierce? David Platt. Or was it Platt at the David time? David yeah. Platt, yeah. So would you have had to say to him, look, if I speak to Sven, well, can I come? Well, to be honest, I just, I didn't, I hadn't spoke to Platty. I just thought I'll ask the gaffer first, ask Sven. Yeah, and then he might say, no, listen, you are. Maybe I was fishing to see if I was going to be on the bench, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can't really remember, but I remember thinking, good, good, I need, move, good I, move though. <laughs> I, think, I remember thinking, I need a goal to equal Alan Shearer's record. And, I think I was going to become too old at the end of that season to play for the under-21s anymore. So I think I was I had that in the back of my mind, thinking, right, you need, you know, you've got a chance here of breaking a, an absolute legend's record, at least equaling it. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I, I went and seen Sven and he just said, yeah, he said, look, he said, you know, if that's what you feel you want to do, then do it. He said, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really affect me. I said, look, don't take it the wrong way, but I want, I want to play. I'm not getting much football at Arsenal. Uh, it's, it's a game of footy for me. So anyway, I did, I played, and I equaled the record that night at St. James's Park. I think we drew one all with Turkey. And that's, uh, that's stood until recently, and that in has just broken. So, so yeah, I had a couple of games to break it. My last game for England under-21s was at Goodison. Was it, yeah? Yeah. My last game for England under-21s was at Goodison, yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd just rejoined the club on loan about a week before. So my last game was against Portugal at Goodison for the under-21s, yeah. Never scored, so obviously, as you said, the, the record stayed intact. Uh, it was equal, it was only equaled, and then Eddie and Katia broke it recently, didn't he? Yeah. It seems like they play more games, though. No. There's more to, uh, there's yeah, like, well, they're in tournaments all the time, are they? Yeah, instead, it's not just like friendly. I don't know. I think, I think I played 16 games. Yeah, 13 and 16, you got. Yeah. Uh, I think Shearer was, I think, I think Shearer was quicker, you know. So. So what? I don't think he played that many games, but yeah, I think they probably Carter did. Carter had the record for appearances, didn't he, for years? For the under-21s? Yeah, what played. was that? Something like... 40 or something was he? something daft like that he had, he, him and Lampard had it for ages did he yeah the amount of games yeah yeah so as I say yeah, they, that was it I ended up equaling the record and obviously never ever got in another full squad so one so, cap one cap one goal mate 100%, 100% records <laughs> isn't it like Nugent Nugent's got one as well hasn't he he the scored same. as well didn't one he one cap one goal so yeah. Nugent must be a, a, a scouting yeah. thing yeah, but yeah. then obviously that that Turkey game then, that's when Rooney like exploded, wasn't he? Yeah. I, so I remember I was watching on the that game thinking he's probably the best player in the world. And yeah. At the time, he yeah. just fucking... Yeah, he battered them, oh. yeah. So, obviously Wayne's a good mate of mine. So, when I left the squad a couple of days before, uh, he phoned me. I'd played the night before. On, I'd played on the Tuesday at St. James in England. We're playing on the Wednesday up up in the northeast, either Sunderland or Middlesbrough. Yeah. I think it was Sunderland uh, at their ground. So I was on the golf course playing, a, having a game of golf uh, and my phone rings. It was about, I reckon, five o'clock. It was Wayne. So I'm speaking to him and that and how oh, are you and all that. What was like last night? Like, well done, he the record. And then 
I said, uh, I said, good luck if you get on tonight, lad. He said, I'm playing, lad. I said, what? I said, who's he, who's he left out then? I can't remember who he said. Who did he play up front with? Must have been Owen, mustn't he? You'd think yeah. it would have, would have been Owen so he'd left, for, he'd left Esky out over Shell. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I remember him. I remember thinking, wow, that's amazing, you know what I mean? A boss, yeah, so and he absolutely ran him off. He did, yeah. That was just the start of an unbelievable career, wasn't it? Boss. So after sort of the, the highs, Fran, and you've, you, you've yeah. started sort of, so it was Blackburn next, yeah. Mark Hughes, the gaffer. What, what, so what so, so after, no, after Arsenal, it was uh, Everton Long, wasn't Everton it? Long, and yeah. then Charlton, Charlton oh, bought, Charlton, yeah. Charlton bought yeah, me. Yeah, a couple so, of million quid as well, Yeah, it? Yeah, so... Uh, Kerbs, Alan Kerbs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what was he like, Sound? Sound Kerbs, yeah. yeah. Sound. Uh, he, he signed me and Danny Murphy. Yeah. Or Danny Murphy from Liverpool, didn't yeah. he? Uh, yeah, so I went to Charlton. Uh, and do you know what was happening then, mate? It was mad. The one the one up front was just... Just it, come in, it yeah. Was fashionable, just, wasn't it? It was just fashionable. It was like overload midfield and a bit more ball retention and all that. And... Uh, it's, it was the evolution of the big massive striker, wasn't it? Oh, the yeah. Drogba, the it was what, yeah, if you could get the them, yeah. yeah. And then uh, one of them, he did, you know, you, you couldn't play up to me. I couldn't play up there on my own. You, you could play into me with shorter passes, but you couldn't, you, you know, you have to be a certain brand of football. You couldn't bang balls at me, mate. I couldn't I couldn't battle with the big airy asses, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The big, big strong ones. So, uh, Charlton, yeah, it was was tough because that was the evolution as you said of it becoming one up front and unless you were like really quick if you were my size you'd have to be at Michael Owen speed yeah people like that uh, yeah so as you said it, it, it was a bit downhill then struggled struggled at Charlton but uh, clubs always seemed to, to want me so Obviously, I, I seen my contract out at Charlton I went up to Rangers didn't I sorry yeah on, on so, the long yeah and I, I was I, I was miles off it, mate. I was just, you, you know, when you can sense your, your career's not going the way it should be and you're finding it really, really difficult to to, to just get yourself going. So uh, I went up to Rangers on loan and I thought to myself, this will be the start of it because these will just create chance after chance. And you know what? Played in some big nights at Ibrox, but I never scored a goal up there, mate. And it, that was sort of, that killed me because of, Felt I'd score every week up there. Yeah. And and did, it, did you just feel like the confidence co- coming drain, out of you? It was draining out of me, mate. I was done. The injuries were taken over. Uh, wasn't the same player. For, yeah. for whatever reason. Michael Owen said the same. I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't the same player, Mike. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I went up to Rangers. I had a great time. By the way, Rangers Football Club. The biggest club I ever played for. Is that what it was like? It is. But listen, it is Rangers fans, the size of the club. Yeah, people don't realise how big they are right. until you're up there. Gerard Honestly. said the same. Until you listen, get there, you so the know. clubs I played for, you know, Everton, Arsenal, teams like that, they're, they're huge football clubs, aren't they? But Rangers, I felt, was on another level to them in terms of size of the club. Even though it's up in Scotland and the league's seen as not being great. They were in the Champions League then, so we had European nights playing Porto at home and beating them yeah. 3-2. Like, you know, the fans, the city, when them nights are coming round and that, they were they were the, probably the biggest club I played for, Rangers. And it just never materialised. I only spent, I think, three and a half months up there on loan. 
and then back to Charlton, seen my contract out. Uh, and I was signing for Coventry. Yeah. They had done me medical. Uh, was in the car with Mickey Adams was the manager. Was in the car with Mickey Adams. And he was buzzing. Because I'd, I'd never ever... I'd never ever dropped out of top flight football. So I was going to the championship. I'd, try, I'd basically signed for Coventry. So I was going to the championship uh, first time. And... Uh, I was on my way to the ground to sign and Sparky rang me, Mark Hughes, who Blackburn at the time. They were in the Premier League. And uh, I can't remember the money I'd agreed at Coventry, but I said to Sparky, like, I've agreed a deal at Coventry. And he said, so? He said, have you signed it? I said, no. He said, uh, you should come and play for us then, aren't you? We're in the Premier League, you're back at home. And, you know, you, you know, so I said, yeah, yeah. So... Basically, I left Coventry. So Mickey, I put the phone down. I was in the car with Mickey Adams taking this call. Do you know what I mean? He was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> know, I had to. Though he was like, go on, tell me. So anyway, I drove home. I got home about nine o'clock, and uh, I wasn't going to Blackburn until the next day. I remember him phoning me all the way home. Mickey Adams, come on. He said, listen, you're going to play your the way your career has been the last couple of years. You've got to play. You can't be another number at a Premier League club. You can't be a fourth choice at Blackburn. And he was right, you know. He was right, but... It's hard, it's hard it's, to hear it's, that, isn't it? it? It is hard, yeah, but... He, he was bang on and going to Blackburn Premier League, the, the players were, were going to be better. And I wasn't at it. And like I said, he had the confidence and trained out of me and I needed, I needed to know I was the number one somewhere. Yeah. And I should have went to Coventry. Should have. But I went to Blackburn. Uh, and I was another number there. I was coming off the bench. Uh, we had. Was there Bellamy? Benny, Bellamy McCart- had gone. Benny McCarthy. Benny McCarthy came. Jason Roberts. Yeah. Roque Santa Cruz. Yeah. Uh, Sheffy Cucci. So I was like in and out there. Couldn't quite, you know, you know, you can't hold down a place. I wasn't, it was just something I shouldn't have done. Not because of Blackburn or Sparky, you know, I played with Sparky, he was, he's a great fella. Yeah. Uh, but I should have went and been number one somewhere. Should have went to Coventry and become, but anyway, I had a year at Blackburn. And then Ipswich, another massive regret. I went to Ipswich on loan. I should have signed for them. Jim McGilton was the manager. Yeah. I went down there and scored four goals, I think in five, six games towards the end of the season. And Jim was desperate to keep me, he offered me a great deal. Uh, and I don't know why it never happened. It probably it was probably me trying to squeeze them for a bit more. Uh, but anyway, it never happened. Jim went mad on me. Jim's passionate. Jim's a great fella, by the way. Jim's one of the best managers I've played for. Liverpool, wasn't he, as a yeah. youngster? You know, I had a great relationship with him. I went down there. It was the first time I'd dropped out of the top flight. And I was the best player again. Do you know what I mean? And it was a... Uh, give me that buzz back. Yeah. You know, I was loved by the Ipswich fans. Jim agreed a price pretty quick. I think he agreed to pay one and a half million to Blackburn. 
it just got me for nothing this summer before. Do you know what I mean? So he wanted me desperately, and I, I never went. Massive, massive regret. Should have went and played because I loved Jim and I loved Ipswich. So I should have went there. I never chose to go to Sheffield Wednesday. They agreed to fee, and uh, I was, you know, I was, I was playing well for them. I was. I, I, I was starting to find my feet and get my confidence back and uh, I got done in a terrible tackle at Stoke away and uh, never recovered that was the end Shawcross yeah that was the end that, that <laughs> Stoke away terrible tackle you just think Shawcross yeah, that was him Ryan Shawcross okay, done me yeah. and it was a, a terrible tackle and you know I just said to you before the ankles were, yeah, were, done. were done and that just done me that that, that then I reckon I was 28 then. I'd have probably been better retiring then. Yeah. At that, at that point, though, you're just playing. You're playing for the deals and your livelihood, aren't yeah, you? You just you know, know what you're doing. You you you're just staying in the game, right? Not sounding horribly. You just you're just staying in the game and, and hoping that you can find some form, but really knowing you, what you're going to need to do to find form, and probably knowing the form's not there. That it's, a hard, it's a hard conversation. And you know what? Yourself, as man. mad as it sounds, like people always say, ah, he didn't really do it, him, did he? But there's a lot of circumstances. You, like you burst onto the scene, and then all of a sudden, you don't quite have the career that people said you should have. Yeah. You're almost seen as a flop, Mike. Or you're yeah. almost no, seen as having a shit career. And listen, I, I had a, I had a good career. I, you know what? I done everything I wanted to do. Uh, I just, I was miles better than probably the career I had. If the truth be known, that's not blowing smoke up my own ass. So I did everything I wanted to do, but I was, you know, I was it? I did have top ability, I think. So I still, I do have a little regret there. But sometimes you just have to. It's like give me left leg to play the footy you please. And no, that's, that, no, that's, no, no, but that's no. you get, you'll get. Some Wally and Abuja saying, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not they're entitled to their opinion, aren't they? But I had an all right career, mate. Listen, it was a uh, you know, it wasn't wasn't all you wanted to be, but like you said, playing for England, playing for Everton, playing for Arsenal, it doesn't really get much better than that. Ask me if you'd ask me, right? Do you want to touch on, on me building a perfect player? Do you know what? I haven't really thought about this, well, to be honest. You can think about it on the spot, mate. We'll ri- rifle through it because I know I've kept you for quite long here, right? Left foot. He's got the best left foot. You can go when you were a kid, throw England, whatever you want. Who's got the best left foot? The best left foot? I'd have to go with my uncle, you know, John Jeffers. Do you remember John Jeffers? I don't know. Who so, did he play so for? Play for Liverpool as uh, he's, 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 he's my cousin. My cousin John, he's uh, sadly passed away now at a young age, uh, quite recently, but uh, played for Liverpool, come through there, had a wand of a left foot yeah. and uh, went on to have a good career at Paul Vale and Stockport and that. So I'd have to throw our, our jinky in there, yeah, as, as having the best left foot, definitely. Boss, love it. Right foot. <sighs> See, I... I don't want to be put in all like. Just do it. Come no, on. I know what I'm saying is I don't Throw want to. I don't want to put the the suit the world the world the world beaters in. So I'm going to try and build. I'm going to try and listen, do a team here of like. You like, played with the world beaters, you know. Yeah. I can only throw in who I played with. If yeah. I played with, you'd have to Stevie Gerrard you'd, or you'd have whoever, to, I'd you'd hold have, them in. Yeah, 
Yeah. Beckham, he'd be in. Yeah, no, I didn't really play with them, so I'll try and keep it to people that have spent a bit of time. Right foot, Robert Perez. Yeah, boss. Touch. Beckham. All day, you know, I was waiting for that. Skill. Have to go with Henry, you know. Yeah, he was a joke, honey. Yeah, you can put him in for everything, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I'll have to go with Thierry, yeah. Head and ability. Big dunk. Big dunk. Speed. Who's the quickest you've ever seen? Yeah, it'd have to be Thierry. Remember he led Carradine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. In- I always look at that, you know, and go, the only other thing I've seen like that was when Bale's on it for it, Tottenham against the yeah. Milan. Yeah, they're just on another oh. level, aren't they? Yeah. What do you reckon he was doing the 100 metres in, Henri? What do you reckon? Oh, 50. What, what? Do you reckon it's like... I used to do it quite regularly, you know, at Arsenal. It wouldn't be, un- wouldn't be 100. It wouldn't be... It'd be like... You'd do like... They'd track you over f- 5, 15, 30, and then f- 50 yards, maybe. Yeah. So you'd have like... you go through gates, you burst through gates. So you'd just, you'd just go as quick as you can from one point to another. But there'd be gates on the way at like 5 metres... 15, so you're hitting all year. Yeah. Do you know what? I was I was quite quick over five yards, you know. Yeah. You were quick, you yeah. were quick. Yeah, so I, I was up there with Ashley Coles and them in terms of five yards who were really quick. Ashley was like low centre of gravity, bang off the mark. Thierry Henry was rapid, but he wouldn't have been like really rapid over five yards. He was like either yeah, been just getting... 20, yeah. on, once he got to 10, he was yeah. gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it'd have to, who would you say then? Speed? Yeah. Him. It's got to be him. Yeah. Strength? Anyone you just ran into and thought, oh, no, no. Martin Keown. Boss. Well, he was like a rash, wasn't he? Just an animal. Yeah. It was brilliant. And tra- you know what? He used to train with his shin pads on. Did he, yeah? Unbelievable. And his laces tied dead tight. Red pubes, red pubes, red pubes. Kangaroo skin pubes. You just put them down your calf every day without fail. Bosh. And then look at you as if like you've done something wrong when you say to him, Matt, what are you doing? He just Bosh. look at you with them eyes. Fittest, who's in the best, Nick? <sighs> Got to give this to Ray Parley. Yeah. Because, listen, Ray... Doing them Cobra bombs then, was Ray, he? He was. Was he? Listen to me. <laughs> Ray Parley was doing Cobra bombs all day then. But... It was mad, because, like, he could just go and go and go. But you know what? When I got first got him when I got there, like, his top was soaking before the game had even started. Yeah. After the, off the drills. Just all the, just all the Cobra coming out of yeah. him. Yeah, like I said, he had, a, he had a second win, didn't he? And just, 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 he, could just go, he could just go all day, right? Yeah, Bosch. Bosch fella as well. Yeah, uh, top man. Keepers. When you say keep, what best keeper? the best keeper? Neville Southall by a mile. There's just no one ever come come close to him. And I never seen him when he was the best keeper in the world. Obviously, David Seaman. Unbelievable. Yeah. But I you know, the, he, when you think about Dave, like he must have been thirty five when I got to Arsenal. Yeah. Thirty six maybe. Yeah, because yeah, he signed Richard Wright, same summer as me. Yeah. So they're probably thinking David was coming to the end. So it'd have to be it'd have to be Nev closely followed by Spunky. Funniest, the madmen who was the who was the loonies and on the changes and the Gaza, Gaza, <laughs> unbeatable, isn't it? Unbelievable. So he was just like, were you there when he came up with that Janela? Did you know Ludwig? No, I I wasn't there. But Gaza was barmy, you know, like he was he was nuts. He was staying in that red ball, man. So yeah. So uh, 
when we when we used we used to get together of a Tuesday after training and have some food down in the docks, but he wasn't allowed to go, Gaza. Right. <laughs> so all the squad would go. So this one time, I think we were on a bit of a half decent run. So Goffey's gone to see Walter and said, "Look, can Gaza come down the docks? Because we'd have a few. Obviously, you were up play play Saturday, off Sunday, in Monday, in Tuesday, off Wednesday." So the lads would get together, have some dinner. All the whole squad had to go. You had to go, even if you weren't having a pint. It was for food. It was like three o'clock down in Gusto. Yeah, yeah. But it was called something else then. Yeah, yeah. Down remember, on the yeah. docks. So test, 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 test. That was yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Some memory, you lad. <laughs> uh, so Gaza never allowed to go. He was in the team playing really well at this time. So Goffy goes, Walter, come on. So he goes, all right. He says, I'll, I'll, I will follow him everywhere. Man Markham. Man Markham. So uh, he was nuts, you know what I mean? He used to have, remember Stephen used to have, he got from yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. Good player, him. Yeah. He used to have Uzi on host. Right. Uzi couldn't deal with him. It was mad because everyone else had laughed, but Uzi had get wound up by him. And I'd be thinking, how can Gaza wind you up? Like, he's the biggest wind up mason. Just, if you just laugh at him yeah, and walk know, away, yeah, yeah. he'll go, he'll find another, another one to pick on, you know what I mean? So when he was down in the docks, we're all sitting around this table, big long table, all having a bevy and the conversation's going. And Gazza's had a party piece where he could lick round the top of a wine glass and he got the whole wine glass in his mouth. So he'd fill the wine glass up, lick, and get it all in his mouth and then he'd drink it without without using his hands. Wallop it back. And then, you know what I mean? You think about the yeah. size of a wine. Yeah. So anyway, and then he'd pull the glass out and like people would be laughing and he'd smash the glass on his head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was his bad. So, so anyway, he's done that twice, right? So he's done it. So like he's, he's a few bevies in now, guys. You know what I mean? So Uzi's being Uzi's, Mister Sensible. Hey, why don't you f and behave? Do you know what I mean? There's families here and all that. So guys, just can't shut up you. So anyway, goes to do it again. Wets the top of the wine glass in his mouth. So Uzi's looking at him, shaking his head. Wallops it. Picks, takes the glass out of his mouth. Leans over and smashes the glass on Uzi's head. Oh, no way. <laughs> but he cuts his head. So the blood's... Half glassed him. So the blood's... Yeah. So the blood's streaming down Uzi's head. So Uzi's over the table. <laughs> Gaza, they're all fighting. There's carnage down in the SSS. So Goffey's gone. Oh, no. You know, Goffey's thinking to himself, if Walter gets wind of this, he's going to kill me. Everyone in SSS has seen this. So, so anyway, we've had to get Gaza. Lucky the camera back. phones were up there going so, then. There none of that then. We're lucky to have a phone, know what I mean? Never mind one with a camera on. So, yeah, Gaz is the funniest mate by a mile. Boss. Leadership. Yeah. Uh, Tony Adams. Yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. captain he was. Yeah. What a captain. Richard Goff as well, you know. Yeah. Richard Goff come to Everton. Some signing for Everton. Him. How old was he when he got there? 38? 38 or something. Unbelievable. The shape he was in. I would have to say, yeah, I'd have to say, I'd have to say Tony Adams and Mostly followed by coffee. Attitude. You had the best attitude to the game. I have to go with someone that I looked up to the way they trained every day. Uh have to be Dave Watson. Have yeah. to be Waggy. He was he, you know, he, one he, yeah, he was this, he was he was a great leader as well, Waggy to be fair. But he he was he put everything into training every day. He t- he, and only that word tra- you know, train how you play or play how you yeah. t- whatever it is. Yeah. He, he was he epitomised that like he boss. Dirtiest. Who was the dirtiest you come up against or played with? 
have to, have to say Michael Owen, you know, as a young lad. Yeah, nasty The bastard. amount of times he put studs down, keep his face, was off the scale. Horrible, yeah. <laughs> What's the best goal you've seen, scored or been involved in? What's your best goal? What, what one do you look back and go, Belt? Yeah, I never really, I wasn't really a, a scorer of ones where you go, oh, I was a cracking goal. The one that I remember most being my, being my debut goal in the FA Cup, which was a scruffy one. And yeah, probably me one at Anfield, you know. What was the one you did sort of come across, back across? Yeah, the volley, Middlesbrough away. Volley, yeah, that was a good goal. Yeah, I think, it, I think I'd have to go with the one at Anfield, even though we were we never won. Yeah. But the, the one top corner. Boss goal, best. right. Hardest away. Where did, where did you like going? I have to say Ireland Road. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Your know, mate Smudge was he there then? Yeah, scored two against us. The opening day that of one season. But uh, you know, thinking about toughest players, Lucas Rotherby was was right up there. Yeah, the you know. chief for a player. Yeah, right up there. Like you run into him, mate, and he was like, was like running into a wall. But he had all the attributes of the top centre half, quick. They had some top centre half yeah. at the time, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Gate Ferdinand, yeah. Lucas Rodderby. Matty always did. Yeah, so I'd have to say. Leeds. I'd have to say, say Leeds, yeah. Right, last question. Knockout pairs. Got to pick yourself a partner. Jeff is FC, you, who are you going with? Just so one. You can go, yeah, just one oh, it's partner. It's me and someone. Knockout pairs, you and someone. So you can go tactically, you can go with your heart, you can go with your head, or what? I'd have to go with Wayne. Oh, heavy. I'd have to go with him, wouldn't I? You know, he's my mate, and even though I said Perez was the best I've ever played with, he's my favourite. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go with Wayne. He could do everything, couldn't he? Yeah. Do you know the, what I mean? The Swidens, the Delachelle. Yeah, exactly. All that sentiment comes into it, but yeah. I'm thinking more footy. Oh. I'm thinking of winning. Yeah. Mike, I'm thinking of who, who can make me a winner. I'd have to go with Wayne, yeah. Boss, mate, boss. And uh, what a little quick one on the coaching, mate. How are you finding yeah. it? Love it, mate. It's Gosh. my life. It's, once again, Mike, it's it's this journey that I get myself on. It's like it's like this is what I'm on now. I'm on the I'm gonna be a manager. Yeah. No, no one is gonna stop me. It's like you know, when I talk about being young and that and at what level I don't know. Because it's I think it's really hard to become a manager. Yeah. I'm a coach now. I've got my pro license, I've got a management diploma, I'm about to finish my C V will stand up to to a lot of Young coaches, young managers in yep. the game. You know, I've worked under top managers, uh, worked at the top level. I've worked with Duncan in the Premier League. Uh, so I'm on a journey. Now at Oldham, where I'm first team coach, but I won't be resting with first team coach, mate. It's, it's in me. I'm on this journey again. I'm going to be a manager. And as I said, at what level, I don't know. But when I get in, it, it won't stop. Till I get where I want to be, mate. Boss, mate, and that's probably the uh, drive and desire that got you to be a pro all them years ago. The same sort of fire in your belly that, yeah. that you know you look for in anyone who you want to be taking your team forward, yeah. mate. So, uh, best, best of luck. Yeah, thanks, Mike. As I say, it's just been my life, mate. So, it's all I know. And uh, thanks for having me, mate. I know it's been. You've been asking me, haven't you, for a while? Yeah, so. boss, but you know what, mate? I, everyone's busy, and I'm just made up, made up that you're on, mate. And I, and I, I thank you for your time. I know what he's mate. Boss, Great right? There's a few, you. there's a few things I need to mention before we go. go so on. there's a couple of um, charity things coming up. So 
Uh, Chris Higgins, our mate yeah. from Delacelle, yeah, goalie. Yeah. Chris, unfortunately, uh, lost his, his baby son a couple of weeks ago. He uh, he only lived for a couple of hours, little Lorenzo Higgins. So the lads are having a, uh, a bit of a, a charity game. So the St. Phillies old boys, the Lanford Loonies from our estates, are going to play against the Vizakli lads on Brinesk. That's on the 15th of July. Um, so I'll, I'll put stuff out there on the social media. There's another one for... Mick Laffey's our fella and Mark Phillips is our fella. So Michael Laffey Senior and Sonny Phillips. So it's uh, the Couple House Vets against the Brit Vets. That's on the 7th of May at Beetle FC. So that's another one to get yourself down for. Um, and there's another one, my mate Tony Caveney, who's now took over doing charity stuff for the Flory. He's got a, a family fun walk organised by the Flory on the 22nd of April. So I'll share that on the socials and stuff like that. So if you can, um, if you see any like links to GoFundMe's or anything like that, please get behind three unbelievable causes. And as as I say all the time, on Stay From Me Off, we thank you for your support and for always putting your hands in your pocket for those community things and grassroots footy. Thanks very much. Peace out. Mm-hmm.